sometimes come physically, but uh, it's not just a, a matter of they must. If they can uh, sit in our virtual meetings, uh, they must do so. In, that, in those words, honorable members, I'm welcoming you. And uh, when a time comes for introduction, uh, I'm aware that our department is with us. Uh, we'll check uh, with the... The problem now, I will be compelled to, 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 to call DTG because I don't see anyone from the department. Is department with us, Lord Week? I'm seeing only yourself here. We are here, uh, Chairperson. Oh, thank you, Mr. Ndema. Uh, uh, the department is with us when uh, we get to the point uh, where they are going to present. They are going to tell us who's here, who's not here, and also our our um, our invitees supposed to be here, especially that already they've indicated. Professor and and Mr. Ntembe, and I'm suspecting the uh, chairperson of MEC. When we get there, they will introduce themselves. Um, can I uh, greet uh, our staff also? Uh, let me take this opportunity to give them the chance to give us the apologies. Yes, oh, thank you. Uh, Good morning, Chairperson. Good morning, members. Um, Chairperson, we have an apology from Umamu Adams. Uh, She is currently on the road, but she indicated that she'll be in and out of the meeting. Um, Also, Mr. Mama Ball is traveling to Cape Town. Uh, He indicated that he will join the meeting around about 11 uh, a.m. Also, Chairperson, there's an apology from the minister, but I see that he's logged in, but it's indicated that he has a meeting which he could not uh, move to. It was a long-standing meeting. But uh, should the meeting um, conclude early, he will join the meeting. But I do see his login, so I'm not sure if he's already in the meeting chair. But those are the apologies I received, Chairperson. Thank you so much. Um, Honourable members, uh, as I was saying, that other members are flying back home, but they promise uh, to join the meeting when they are landing. Um, uh, Honourable members, uh, sorry, chair, sorry, chair, sorry, 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 I'll be also in and out because I'm on the road. Thank you, Honorable uh, Sibia. Thanks, ma'am. Okay. Um, let me, let me ask the, the, the meeting, someone to propose the adoption of, of our agenda. I'm proposing to adopt the agenda. Thanks. Uh, any any um, seconder? Thank you, Honorable Sibir. 
Thank you, Honorable Chair. It's Honorable Malumane. Greetings to everyone. I'm seconding Honorable Svee. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, sorry, Chair. My, sorry, Chair. Yes. I just want to apologize because I'm now it's nine o'clock. It's load shading in my time. So I won't show my face due to the issue of network. It's load shading now. Okay. Um, uh, in this, uh, Jabu, can, can, can you check uh, to our participants that we are having uh, people whom we, we invited we invited uh, according to agenda, you see whom we invited. Who's this China Mbolombolo? Can, can, can anyone tell me who's that? And Jabu, can, can you check who's the, who is China Mbolombololo? Who's that? Or he must, he must, he must talk to us in order that we must, we must know whom he is presenting in this meeting. I'm, I'm not sure if he's left the meeting or if he's disconnected, Chair, because we were sending him a message just to check um, for him to give us his credentials, Chair. Uh, can can I ask the invitees that do you have a delegation of uh, that some somebody who's in in our our meeting, uh, Mr. Dan? Uh, not mm-hmm. on our side, uh, Chair. Thank you so much, uh, NAC. Um, good morning, Chairperson. From our side at the NAC, it's just myself and um, Julie Tipofa, the acting CEO, and the company secretary, Vincent. Nobody else. Thank you, Chairperson. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm worried about uh, the people who are giving, uh, people who are not invited, because um, there's no one must, must get this unless somebody uh, amongst our, our all of us Giving people uh, the 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 login numbers. The login are sent to the relevant people whom are invited. It must not happen. It's either amongst us members, and uh, I'm suspecting members can't do that in the department in the invitees. So uh, I don't know how did this uh, person get. Uh, the the, the lock-in numbers. Let's be disciplined and and would love that uh, uh, members must not do that. When I'm saying members, and I'm also meaning anyone who has been given this, because this is not a, a meeting of strangers. You are a stranger if you are not invited. Uh, we have your YouTube that every citizen uh, can get in there. Not not uh, just chip in in our meetings. Go to 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 what is this thing? To your your YouTube. These are not secretive meetings. But if we are not given the 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 locking ins, will. Sometimes ask you to declare who did give you that. Taking our time now, 
to correct that. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, honorable members. Uh, honorable Chairperson uh, Dennis Joseph, yeah? Yes, uh, honorable Dennis. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Chairperson. Are we just going to now continue with the person on besides what you've said? Now? No, no, we're not. We are not. IT, U- IT must take care of that. Thank you, Chairperson. I, I was telling Jabu that uh, uh, he, they must not accept that person. I'm seeing the hand of Honorable Mishongo also. Thank you, Chair. Just for housekeeping, Chair, good morning, Chairperson. Uh, good morning, MPs and members and the Minister. Chair, I wanted, just for housekeeping, I... There was no apology from board members, and we did we invite all board members because NAC we're is not, not here invited. today. Honorable okay. Mushong, we, we are, but the not... apologies, sure, we've approved the apologies. Listen, Honorable Mushong, uh, you you want if you wanted to do that, you you were supposed to say, uh, Chairperson, uh, give them the chance. I've said uh, to save our time, the time of introduction will give them, as you have seen now, uh, that the, um, we are giving it department. We've got a right when the introduction is being um, tabled, and we must say that honorable wrong. there's nothing wrong, but we are not yet giving themselves into introduce themselves. That's why even now there's a, a great point that I'm saying, who's this? They must declare whether they know him or not. Uh, let's yeah. let's get it there, honourable members. Uh, sure. Maybe on, for house for procedure in Tlonib. Yes, we've approved all apologies. Now we don't expect any apology to be sent after we are discussing. Now I'm just saying good because I've only noted when the chairperson of the NAC saying it's myself and Judy and whatever. Only three people roughly. Now, there's no apologies from board members. That's what I'm trying to find out because we've, we've passed the apologies level. Thank you. Honorable members, my apology to you. Let's follow the agenda. Let's go to the, uh, to the department, uh, gi- uh, giving us apologies to the NAC, to, uh, uh, to the Mr. Ntembe's, uh, delegation. Before we start anything, can we do that, Tiji? Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson, Honorable members of the committee, um, the colleagues from the NAC. Um, let me indicate here that uh, Chairperson, we are being led by the uh, our, our minister, and um, and I will just list all the members that are here from the Department of uh, Sport, Arts and Culture. We have DDG Kumalo, who will actually be taking us through the presentation, the overview. We also have a DDG Mandi Sachikwadamba. We have got uh, JP Lowe, who is the Chief of Staff in the Minister's Office. Mr. Spusiso Tsanyane. We have got advisor to the Minister, Mr. Mtobi Jamzashe. We've got uh, Mr. Simeon Kanunu. We've got Mr. Ludwig Ralibibi. Mr. Zuelake Mbiba. Our CFO, Mr. Israel Mohwame. We've got Mr. Charles uh, Mabaso. And we also have Mr. Nzimeni Novasi. Those are members 
that uh, in, also there is Nontigelelo Bako. Those are members that are coming from the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, anyone can tell us about uh, DM? Do we have Apollo Joyce DM? Um, I haven't received any uh, information uh, from the DM's office, uh, Chairperson. Okay. Thank you. Uh, honorable members, the minister is present. When minister is present, the M must take a charge of some other things. When minister is not here, uh, we always, as this uh, committee, expect that the M must be with us. Uh, honorable members, these are uh, names of the delegation from the department. Uh, I'm going back to, to the to the point of the apologies. Uh, can members accept the apologies from the department? Noted, Chair. Noted, thank you. Thank you. For, for okay. only, the, only for the department. Let's wait for... Okay. Uh, any, any second of uh, accepting the apologies from the department? I'm seconding, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Sibia. Let's come to the NAC. Chairperson of the NAC. Um, good morning again, Honorable Chairperson, and, um, and good morning to Honorable Members of Parliament, and good morning to Honorable um, Minister and my colleagues um, from the DSEC, I'm sorry, from DSEC as well as the NAC. Um, I am joined, um, Honourable Chairperson, by my acting CEO, Ms. Julie Dipofa, and our company secretary, um, Mr. Vincent Mashali. Um, I would like to extend apologies on behalf of our board members. And this is due to the fact, Honourable Chairperson and members, that um, our members of um, council have got um, day jobs and they are unable to attend some of these meetings due to commitments um, that they have within their own um, personal, um, um, I think, businesses and, 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 and employers. And also, Chairperson, I would like to just register the fact that every single time um, we have to call members to come onto the platforms, um, it costs the NAC close to 100000 um, just to, for them to be able to come. And normally what they would do is they would then allow um, the chairperson and the CEO to come in and represent, um, excuse me, the NAC in, in, in such platforms. So thank you very much, um, Chairperson, and I really would like to extend um, the apologies from the, um, from the rest of the council members. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable members, this is an... Uh, <coughs> is... I don't know Thank who's you, that Chair. person. Uh, uh, um, apology, Chair. Uh, I don't know. I reacted to the hands. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Okay. Oh, yeah. now, now your hand is up. Okay, Honorable Chair, it is an, it's not acceptable for council members not to attend. This NAC is not run by the chairperson. 
CEO and the other person. It's run by council and council must come to us. It is legislated that they get allowance for any meeting. If they are working, I don't think it's a general approach to say all of them they are working. It's uncalled for and we don't accept it. Can it be noted? Honorable members, that's the view of Honorable Mshongo. Any other intake? Honorable members, what's going on with your hands? Now everybody is just calling me. Um, let me start with the hand of Honorable Veronica. Maybe if if it's a load shading that make uh, Honorable members not to raise hand, I will accept that. But we need not to just uh, uh, talk and call chairperson. You must raise your hand. Honorable Veronica, Honorable uh, Sibir. Honorable Veronica. Chairperson, can you hear me? Yes, we do. Chairperson, I agree with Honorable um, and We are all connected with Zoom, so I find it unacceptable that we... We can't hear you. There's something which is uh, disturbing us and you too. We can't hear you. There are voices behind you or with you. Try it again. Try it again. Is this problem of network. Uh, Honorable Sibir, we'll come back to Honorable Veronica. Uh, thanks, Chairperson. Uh, on the issue of absenteeism, I think they 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 supposed to, to to attend the meeting, but if they are not with us, the problem is that it seems as if uh, the meetings are not being prioritized. I'm seconding Mshongo Gutai, and we don't accept these apologies. Thanks, Chairperson. Uh, thank you. Any other intake? Chairperson, can you hear me now? Yes. Um, I just want to say that um, I agree with the colleagues. Um, the fact is that we are on a Zoom meeting, so there's no um, excuse not to attend, and we get this um, notice long before, so there is no reason for them not to be here. They all need to do um, to be um, present and be held accountable. Honourable members, uh, I don't see any other hands. <laughs> A chairperson of the NAC, uh, seemingly are being cautioned uh, to your board members that uh, even if they are working, they must uh, spare themselves time uh, to zoom in uh, in a meeting, especially um, what you call it, it's a um, virtual meeting. But because uh, you are here, want to hear. Uh, your views is true. We cannot now, you are not going to talk because we won't get uh, uh, information. But in future, uh, you must know that apologies were not accepted. Uh, and my advice is that they must try wherever they are. For instance, look at the minister, the ministry of, of, of the government. They are so uh, busy. But uh, 
they do lock in and asking that in a certain time they must be released or they must call when need it be. Let's try when it's virtual uh, to prioritize these meetings. Uh, even if we are not uh, going to fly, we are going to lock in as you started to tell us about the amounts of uh, that you, you are using. But when it's virtual, there are no flights. It's just to take your gadgets. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting that any board member, they do have phones and whatever, they must just get in. Uh, honorable members, uh, I don't want that. We must take our time now with the apologies. Uh, uh, I've tried to uh, to save time. Uh, it's noted that honorable members didn't accept the apologies, but honorable members want them to reflect uh, because they, 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 they are here uh, for this meeting whilst they, they are not a full house. Uh, can now I get uh, to the, to the, to the, to the next point on the agenda? Uh, can a minister take us through? We are in item overview by the department. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, uh, uh, um, uh, thank you very much, uh, Chair. And uh, the, um, good morning to you. Uh, morning, Minister. And good morning to uh, members of the Portfolio Committee. And uh, uh, Chair, we have the, the Department uh, Acting DG and DDG. Uh, Kumalo would be able to uh, take you through on the uh, department. Uh, take off your veto, Minister. Uh, we've seen you in your cultural presentation. Uh, uh, will then, uh, uh, Minister, take off your. It's disturbing you. We've seen your uh, cultural uh, attire uh, whilst is a netball. A week, but also it's um, the the cultural month. Thank you, Minister. Your veto is uh, disturbing you. Go on, Minister. No, I'm through. I'm through, Chair. Uh, I was saying that. Okay. The activity, okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Okay. Can can now acting uh, uh, DTG? Uh, are you saying that? Let's just go straight to DTG Kumalo. As Minister is saying that. Did you Kumalo? Did you Kumalo? Thank you very much. My apology. Thank you very much. I'm trying to find my, my icons. Um, let me try and open my video. If, if you don't let me, please just allow me. Uh, I'll keep trying. Uh, Person to open my video, or oh, it's on now. Um, I will um, try to well. switch off. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Chairperson. I will be taking um, the Chairperson and the Honorable Members. And can I extend my greetings uh, to yourself, Honorable Members, Minister, and my colleagues, um, Chairperson? 
Um, if we move on to the next uh, slide, uh, please, uh, colleagues, uh, Ludwig, um, the presentation will cover these aspects that are on, on this uh, table of content, uh, Chairperson. If I can just move uh, uh, just quickly on, the presentation was circulated. So I will try my best um, not to read the each slide verbatim, but I would, I would highlight um, what we will be taking um, the portfolio committee through is an overview uh, regarding the establishment of the Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra. And this presentation chair that we have prepared as a department will cover the historical background, historical funding of the orchestras in South Africa, and also talk to the concerns that we raised uh, with the status at that particular time, um, which also led uh, mainly to the rationale for the establishment of the Mzansi National Orchestra. And we will also highlight the process that was followed, the aims and the objectives of the National Orchestra as it were. If we can uh, just move on to the next slide. Uh, just then to start off, um, th this is the background um, that we just wanted um, to pay emphasis on. And it talks to the fact that uh, the history of the country reveals a variety of historical phenomena that was ranging from colonization, unjust legal system, and other discriminatory uh, practices. This spread a society of extreme imbalances and socioeconomic inequalities in many areas, um, including uh, this particular sector, Chepesin. Uh, the new dispensation um, ushered in a complete restructuring of the policy on arts and culture. And amongst these was the issue of the White Paper of 1996, which pronounced on the establishment of playhouses, and we mentioned them. There was, however, uh, subsequently dissenting voices uh, that, uh, owing to the limited growth this decision has had on the orchestra subsector. Uh, which then resulted in a, a special concession, which we will uh, also just give more detail on, for a reinforcing of orchestra funding for those particular uh, orchestras that we mentioned, which is the KZN Philharmonic Orchestra, the Cape uh, Philharmonic Orchestra, Cape Town Jazz Orchestra, and also the Johannesburg Philharmonic Orchestra. Next slide, please. We, we then also just take um, members the, through the historical funding of orchestras. And we needed to just indicate that the direct funding to orchestras was documented in the 2003 Estimate of National Expenditure, which hereafter we'll refer to ENE, which was published by the National Tre Treasury and approved by Parliament with three orchestras being funded through the department's entity, which is the National Arts Council. During the, the time of Minister Jordan, the 2006 and, and seven ENE, that financial year, the responsibility for the funding of the three orchestras was shifted indeed to the National Arts Council. And the funding through the National Arts Council is provided annually based on a detailed budget proposal that makes provision for programming activities and support for administrative overheads. We do indicate um, towards the end of this slide how the split in terms of what the funding was going to be focusing on was determined. Next slide, please. This is the breakdown, Chairperson um, and members. <clears throat> 
of the allocation, um, just the, the five years that we spoke to from 2014-15, and we are just giving detail for each of these um, institution institutions in terms of how much funding was actually um, allocated. Next slide. There were challenges and concerns, as I said uh, in, in the opening uh, slide. The preferential funding of orchestra, as opposed to other organization, uh, organizations in the, in the arts, in the creative and arts sector, continue to be a source and still continues to be a source of ongoing concern in the arts and culture sector. The repertoire of these orchestras has been largely Eurocentric and their composition is not reflective of the demographics of this country. The outreach and development programs were not streamlined for purposes of redressing skill strategies and expanding the scope to diversify orchestral uh, funding. And also the concentration of these um, uh, orchestras historically has been in urban colonial centers, Cape Town, Johannesburg, and Durban. Next slide. Come the revised white paper in 2018, uh, as approved by cabinet, um, it aimed to consolidate the democratic dispensation established for the sector through the white paper in 1996 and to reposition its effectively transformation. And we are making reference here, Chairperson, to sections of the revised white paper. For instance, the section that talks to the national companies that need to be developed so that their artistic reputations for excellence contribute to the advancement of cultural tourism. Now, specifically, when we look at chapter 4. uh, section 4.1 of of the revised white paper, It reads as follows. In as far as the orchestral space is concerned, the revised white paper specifically calls for the establishment of orchestral companies with youth components, each each resident in a different province, cross-subsidized by national, provincial, and metro funding. National companies must be developed so that their artistic reputations for excellence contribute to the advancement of cultural tourism in the cities in which they are located. But also it emphasizes that national companies must be subsidized to embark on a touring circuit. And we believe that this national orchestra um, provides this kind of um, dynamics as stipulated in the revised white paper. We also indicate at the bottom of the slide, Jefferson, that the, the idea to establish the national orchestra was further given additional impetus since funding was announced in the budget speech by the minister, the then Minister of Finance in Parliament in 20th February 2019. Next slide, please. We're now talking to the process that was followed. The process that was followed in, in 2019 if we look at specific dates, we noted that um, the minister appointed a team made up of experts from the sector to conceptualize and guide the process. I need to indicate, Chairperson, here that um, these members included the current, uh, the then and the current CEO of the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra, Louis Heinemann, for instance, included the Kutuane Masode, um, the independent educator and conductor, included Ubaba Ulindimu Zimgoma, included Ubongani Mtembe, 
included the CEO uh, or the then acting CEO of NFVF and acting CEO of NAC at that time. So those were members of this team that were brought together to conceptualize and guide the process in 2019, early 2019. It was noted in the process of conceptualization that there are several national orchestras around the world representing their respective countries in key national and international events. And this was an missing element in South Africa. Following the development of a concept document, a board which consists of highly reputable South Africans was appointed. I need to indicate that the the letters of appointment of this board, um, wherein it was Justice Leona Theron appointed as chairperson, Miss Wendy Luhabe, Professor Mutre Nkondo, and Mr. Bungani Dembe, emphasized and stipulated the responsibilities of this advisory board, as referred to in the letters of appointment of uh, November and December 2019. And in those, in those letters of appointment, the letter uh, given to Mr. Tembe um, indicated that he was tasked with project management. And um, ba- this was based on his extensive background and experience in classical music. And the letter that uh, was for Mr. Tembe also stipulated his role in terms of project management and ensuring implementation, but within functioning within the advisory board. What is the progress uh, to date at Chepesin? Using the allocated one million, the board has been able to develop a strategic plan and a business plan, which were then subsequently presented to the executive management team of the department. The department, um, in terms of process regarding this uh, allocation, this initial allocation, issued the directive for the allocation and transfer to enable the conceptualization and registration of the entity. The identification of this one million was from specifically the ring-fenced orchestral budget allocation, where there were remaining funds as a result of the scaled-down allocation to regional orchestras. The board has fully accounted for the utilization of this one million, which was the initial allocation, and the entity has been uh, legally, subsequently legally registered as Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra and has also been able to start engagements with some of the regional orchestras and stakeholders in this period. This slide is, stipulates a uh, chairperson, and I won't read each and every one of these bullets, what the broad aims and objectives of the Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra are deemed to be. Amongst others is to ensure the changing the current, current cultural landscape, inclusivity, promotion, and, and ensuring uh, that we build on the pride of the nation and contribute to social cohesion. Next slide. Also, we I can't see the rest of it now. Sorry, Chair. Um, also, we then uh, go into further detail in terms of giving the specific objectives. And as it indicates there, um, in terms of the specific role that the Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra was um aim was it was was actually going to achieve and um i won't actually read each and every one of those as well but it's mainly around provision of enrichment but also making sure that there's promotion and development um of this particular subset in the cultural and creative industry next slide 
We then talked to the funding of the MNPO. In line with the revised white paper recommendations, um, Honorable Chair and members, the department approached the National Arts Council to redirect the Ring Fence Orchestral Funds housed at the National Arts Council to support activities of the Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra. The National Arts Council was requested to then provide funding towards supporting the MNPO as follows, 11.5 million coming from the allocated 2019-2020 financial year as um, ring fenced, 21.5 uh, in 2020 and 2021 financial year and 21.5-21-22. This total amount came up to, 40, to 54 million. And then we also in agreement with the National Arts Council, um, there is an amount of 5% that uh, was levied by the NAC for the administration of the project. Thus far, and um, my colleagues, uh, when they present NAC, would then go into detail in terms of the transfer. But thus far, a total amount of 41.5 has been uh, transferred to the account of the Zanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra. And an MOU has been signed with specific contractual obligations, which again, uh, my colleagues would be, NAC would be also going into further detail on. Next slide. So the MOH uh, chairperson, I just need to do a correction there. Um, I need to stop here, um, Honourable um, Chairperson, um, uh, in terms of this particular presentation, which provides, as I indicated, an overview and the historical background and the status quo to date. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you very much, Titi. Can we now take uh, Mr. Ntembe uh, with the prof? Uh, to take us through. I thank you. Um, uh, Chairperson, I think the NAC is next in terms of our planning. Thank you, Chair. Okay. No, no problem. I can take that. Um, Chairperson of NAC, Thank you very much, Honourable Chair. Not to the respect C- that. The CEO is starting with the presentation. Um, Julie. Thank you, Chairperson. Let me start by uh, extending my greetings to the Honourable Chair uh, of the Portfolio Committee this Julie? morning. Julie, your face, and we switch off your feet. Oh, my God. Okay, Thank you, Chairperson. Um, I wanted to start first by greeting the Chairperson of the Portfolio Committee, the Honorable Chair, the Honorable Minister, Honorable Members. Um, also extend my greetings to our esteemed um, Council Members, uh, Princess Pelentle Damini. Uh, Mr. Dembe and also Professor Ngonlo and also the esteemed colleagues uh, from the Department of Arts and Culture. My presentation will cover sorry, I'm trying to move my screen. Okay, there we go. 
Um, my presentation will cover a brief background on orchestra funding in South Africa, the Mzanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra, um, governance issues relating to um, the NAC uh, in terms of the funding or in relation to the funding of the orchestra, uh, the implementation report, as well as um, the funding that uh, was disbursed to Mzanzi Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, as the department has already mentioned, um, uh, presentations are aligned. Uh, prior to the 1994, um, the major orchestra companies that we had in the country uh, were attached to the former performing arts councils in the four provinces, namely Escape Playhouse, Parkhops, and the Free and the and, and the State Theatre. Um, orchestras were directly supported through these performing arts councils. They presented various concerts and rendered music support to musical support to operas, ballets, and other performances. Um, we also note that the country also had a national symphonic orchestra, the NSO, uh, which was fully supported by government, and it was based at the South African Broadcasting Corporation. After 1994, the Performing Arts Councils were required to transform in accordance with the directives of the White Paper uh, on Arts, Culture, and Heritage back in 1996 which meant that all companies had to be independent companies detached from these uh, performing arts councils. Not only were the orchestra companies required to register as independent entities, but they also had to transform uh, as well in terms of management, orchestra players, genres of music they present in training and development and so forth. Um, there was political pressure and outcry, you know, from the orchestra sector, which encouraged the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture to concede to the funding of orchestras in the interest of the country's legacy, reconciliation and nation building. Uh, DSEC responded by allocating Rimfans funding for the existing orchestras uh, to the NAC each year. Orchestra companies supported over the years included the KwaZulu-Natal Philharmonic Orchestra, the Cape Philharmonic Orchestra, Cape, J Cape Town Jazz Orchestra, and the Johannesburg Philharmonic Orchestra. The NAC does not have a jurisdiction or any influence in selecting beneficiaries of reinforced funding um, that because that is determined by the funder. Its main role is to distribute the funding to the already identified beneficiaries to, due to its mandate as per the Act. Orchestra companies supported over the years by the Department of Arts and Culture, Sport Arts and Culture through the NAC have included the KwaZulu-Natal Philharmonic Orchestra, the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra, Cape Town Jazz Orchestra, the Johannesburg and the Johannesburg Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, during the 2021 financial year, uh, the NEC entered into a memorandum of agreement with the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture, as well as a memorandum of understanding with Mzanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra. In this instance, the DSEC is the funder of orchestra, orchestra companies in South Africa. The Mzanzi, the Mzanzi NPO implements orchestra programs um, as per their activity plan. And the NAC distributes this reinforced funding on behalf of the department to the Mzanzi NPO. Uh, governance at the NAC, as per the Act, council members, panel members, and staff of the National Arts Council are not eligible to receive grants from the NAC in their personal capacity or through their organizations. 
this policy does not apply to reference funds such as Muzanzi and PO, uh, which are not adjudicated at all by the NAC. Since the conflict of interest principle does not arise in circumstances where the NAC is not involved in deciding uh, the recipients of funding, but merely processing the grant on behalf of the funder for transfer purposes. Um, in 2019, a sum of 1 million was transferred to KZNPO, um, to account for the purpose of establishing the Mzanzi NPO as per request by the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture. These costs included administration and, and operational costs, uh, uh, such as uh, company secretarial services, legal, legal fees, travel, task team staffing costs, accommodation, amongst others. To date, this initial funding has been used for the purpose it was intended for. Um, in terms of the funding disbursed to the Mzanzi Philharmonic National Philharmonic Orchestra, the first installment of 41,557,256 was disbursed by the NAC last year. The Mzanzi Philharmonic Orchestra submitted their progress report during June 2022. Uh, the financial statements are expected to be received at the end of September as per the uh, contract conditions uh, in the MOU. The second installment will then be processed once all contractual obligations have been met by the Philharmonic uh, Orchestra. Um, thank you. I will then, Honorable Chairperson, hand over to Mr. Dembe and Professor Ngondo to do their presentation, which I will file flight on their behalf. Thank you, Chairperson. And Ms. Dusso, we have a, a legacy hand here of Honorable Mshongo. It is, yeah, thank you, Honorable Mshongo. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, morning, Mr. Thank you very much. First, let me... Uh, uh, in case that whilst you were me, they didn't yes. see you, please show your face and then switch off. Well, thanks very much, Chairperson, and thanks uh, members of the committee. And you can switch it off. Chairperson? Yeah. Are we, yes. uh, I'm not sure. Are we addressed by Bongani Tembe now? Um, they, I've told them whilst they were greeting me that when the time comes, they must indicate that they are using one gadget. And now I'm expecting that uh, even before members are asking that. Thank you. Yeah, this, so, is, uh, this is Mushen Kondo, a uh, member of the board, uh, saying let me acknowledge the chair and the members of the portfolio committee. Also, let me acknowledge... Our Honorable Minister and the DDG in agriculture. Just briefly, let me apologize uh, for the absence of, of Justice Theron, who's traveling in Europe and couldn't be here. Also, Ms. Wendy Duhabe uh, is committed elsewhere. So I'm here representing the chairperson and Ms. Wendy Duhabe. Just briefly. Chairperson? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm suspect. Okay. Hello. I'm talking to the chairperson of the committee. Of, 
Okay, okay, honorable Mshongo. Chairperson, you are running the meeting. We did not get apologies from the so-called five. Now, why are they telling us now? Can it be noted? We reject. We don't accept the apology. I put it in vernacular. We did pass that. Every member uh, did speak about the apologies. And not according the to of- records, apologies were not accepted. No, no, We're no, this board. Remember that there are several boards. Chairperson, let me maybe give you, there's NAC board. There's this board which was appointed by the minister on the NPO. Minister appoints people in the NPO. This is the board that you are talking about, not the NAC. Okay. Note, we've rejected the NAC. We are now rejecting this with that disrespecting parliament. This board, so-called Mzansi National, so whatever. Oh. This project is run by an individual. Thank you. Honorable uh, Shongo, um, I'm not sure about other comments that we are putting now. Um, I wanted to address the, the apologies of other board's members. Honorable uh, Shongo is rejecting your apology, and now, uh, honourable members, let me go back again to the entire committee. We are having an apologies from uh, now this NPO. Uh, I'm suspecting you have listened uh, what the apologies are saying. Can you uh, can you note that, honourable members? And if you want to say something, also. Uh, you must do. You must do so, Honourable Sibia. Thanks, Chairperson. I, Chairperson, I go as You given the time to give the apolo- apologies was no apology, but now the apology of Mzans NPO, uh, uh, it can't work like that. If it is. Uh, apologies, and we will go on the agenda. All of us, all of us is included there. We don't accept that apology. Thanks. I'm supporting Umshlong for the first time in my life. <laughs> um, uh, can, can, can I address this with our department? As a department, we are doing oversight uh, in some of the entities. Uh, we need to get official apologies before we get to the meeting in order that the members, when we get here, will, uh, will be given by administrators the apologies and will reflect on that point of the apologies. I'm asking now the department to assist us as as you sometimes sit with them and and they must do so in order that uh, even new department you must know uh, that these entities they do have apologies and when we, we we call apologies already the office of the chairperson tabled the apologies accordingly but so far we've been noticing that 
the only apologies that we are getting is for the department. Uh, I'm pleading that let's take this root department and uh, you colleagues, uh, honorable members, all whom we invited, which are, are accountable to other way and uh, to the department, they must forward the apologies to the department and then through the committee in order that we must have an official apologies. When time for apologies come, we must reflect on those apologies. I'm noting that, that it must happen like that. Thank you, honorable members. Go, go on, uh, Mr. Nkonde. Well, thank you. Just, just to note that uh, uh, we forwarded our apologies uh, uh, to the department ahead of this meeting. But let me just, uh, 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 just quickly, within four or five minutes, just give you an update on where we are as a board. As soon as we were appointed, you know, and we read the terms of reference, we immediately sat down to formulate a strategy to respond to the terms of reference. And the strategy had to begin with making sure that it, uh, it, uh, it worked within the discipline of national policy, particularly the white paper on arts, culture, and heritage. We also made sure that uh, the strategy observed the values and principles of the Bill of Rights. And also we looked at the NDP. Then we found out that in the NDP, one outcome that is associated with arts and culture is social cohesion. The next one is nation building. The third one is resent. So we we, we made sure that we, we work within the norm within the normative framework of both policy and law. Uh, I think that's important for us to, to indicate up front. Then we in identified four challenges that the strategy had to negotiate. The first one is that given the history of apartheid, and given the history of cultural displacement and distortion, we had to make sure that uh, orchestral music helped the state to deal with cultural difference. The second challenge, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's how we could use orchestra as a function of music in general, to, to, to bring people together, you know, to provide a framework for fellow feeling and provide a fellow a framework for solidarity to negotiate the historic differences that come partly from apartheid. And then we found out that of all the cultural forms, it was perhaps orchestra, which among others is best suited 
to negotiate these differences. Symphony, as you know, brings together a range of instruments, a range of voices into one platform. So not just aesthetically, politically it's a very appropriate medium to bring together people from different cultures in different parts. That is the genius of orchestra. And it is this capability that we, that we are trying to translate into practical strategies. <clears throat> there are then we realize in our, in, our, in our own experience and also in our own research that what makes orchestra so powerful a meeting, I mean, a medium for, for, for bringing people together is that it is translatable. Just now, it comes from Greece, but just now in KZN, there's evidence that, uh, that uh, orchestra music can work together with indigenous Zulu traditions together. And the idea of a symphony with an idea of an orchestra makes that space important. The space chairperson is not just aesthetic. In this country, it is social and also political. So a very, very powerful medium. And we are using it practically on the ground. It's, a, it's very, very important that I use it. Then, of course, we looked at the, at the NDP, and also we looked at the IDP. We found that one of the problems government is facing is the regional distance between the urban and the rural. The urban-rural distance is something that we are trying to negotiate. The strategy for rural development does that in its own way. We want to contribute to that. And that's why we are focusing on, on children and schools in rural areas. Not only within South Africa, but within Sudan, to deal with the, with, the, with the challenge of rural development, the challenge of distance, the challenge of, of, of of spatial, spatial differences. It's very, very important that we do that. Also, the, the, the department is now in a, in a, in a, in a dealing comprehensively with the whole question of indigenous knowledge systems. Point of order, Chair. I don't see this uh, presentation moving because we're discussing the presentation not remarks. Chair, can you, I think it's a, it's a tendency of this committee. We need a presentation to run, not comments. We've read the presentation. If they uh, don't, have don't have anything to We don't have that tendency. Don't, don't, uh, no, we have. Through. Last time, Chair, let me, let me remind you, even last time, the committee wanted a presentation, not only from me, from other members, uh, any entity. Oh, let's address the five, presentation. It's not five minutes. He's been commenting. There's no presentation. Those are Honorable comments. Honorable Mshong, uh, sometimes when uh, you see a problem, just say that, where is the presentation? And then we'll ask who's on So now I'm responding because we are saying it's attendance. So we're part of this committee. 
please, uh, e, the, the, the presentation must be moved. Assist us, uh, uh, Jabu, please. Thank you, Honorable Trump. Hello. No, we want that uh, you must be assisted. Okay. Yes, I, I, think, I think let me. It's no problem. And, all, and also, um, when when we you are doing presentations which are with us, talk to the presentation uh, uh, in order that we must have enough time as members to engage. Because presentation were presented to us, uh, to everyone, um, who, who you must talk to the presentation in order that honorable members must have time to engage with the presentation. Um, please uh, have uh, the office to assist and uh, the overview must not be uh, more than uh, the presentation itself. I thank you. It so happens, Chair, that the full presentation, the entire strategy has been handed over to the department. What I'm doing is just a paraphrase. So the the president is there, available for members. Thank you. Prof, you were supposed, first and foremost, to to say that. Because I've heard immediately that even when I was saying that uh, it must be your good selves, and then uh, Bongani uh, uh, indicated that firstly is NAC. Yeah. It was shown that you have sit with the department and three of you yourselves. So the only thing that you didn't indicate uh, is that that uh, your presentation was a joint presentation. And if it was like that, you were not supposed to uh, do more on the overview. So uh, let's correct that and we accept that. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Paul. Thank you. I'll just present the key elements. Let me hand over to Mr. Tembe. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Prof. Mr. Tembe. Yes. Thank you very much, uh, Chair. Uh, the honorable members of the uh, portfolio committee, our minister, the acting DG and DDG, the chair of the NAC and the acting CEO. Chairperson, apology, Babu Dembe. Can we see your face? Will you chair? Uh, I don't see. Yeah. I don't see the face, chair. Uh, I'm trying to put the video, but we have load shedding now. Unfortunately, yeah, you, you know, we are seeing you now. But it was a, not an official uh, uh, opening meeting. Okay. I've put on my video, but there is no... Switch off now. We've seen you, uh, Mr. Dembe. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Uh, um, Procedure, Dembe. Hey, it's so nice in this. Um, so <laughs> he did, they did a <laughs> report <laughs> to the... They did a re- report officially in this meeting that it they are going to use one gadget. Oh, my God. 
thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, apology, no, Chair. Apology. I did not hear that. I sincerely apologize. I did not hear that. I apologize. No, yes. No, Mr. Mthongo, it was reported, but uh, it's, it's taken in good spirit anyway. Um, so, um, yes, we really appreciate this um, opportunity and we'll just take you through uh, the presentation. So really, Mzansi is about creativity, inclusivity, and excellence. And next slide. Yes, we'll take you through all of that. Next one. Uh, next one. We will jump through certain things because they've already been dealt with uh, by the department and the NAC. Uh, that, that, that slide talks to the... Um, uh, the background where this is coming from. I just want to note, uh, Chair, that a lot of things have been said, uh, some of them good, some of them harmful, And uh, but our attitude is that let's turn uh, harm into harmony. So the first thing that is clear that this dispels, there's been talk that this is DSEC or the minister's idea or individual's idea. It has been clearly established that the formation of Mzansi is based on an established policy of government. And uh, it's not somebody's just pet project. Next slide. There is the board of highly reputed uh, South Africans, a sitting justice in the constitutional court, a leading businesswoman who started the first uh, investment company in South Africa for the empowerment of women. And Professor Ngondo was next to me who has been a, a, a rector, a vice chancellor at the University of uh, the North, which is now Limpombo. He has taught at Harvard University in the US, at Oxford University. These are really reputable South Africans who are leading this endeavor. So it's not true that it's a one-man band at all, Chair. Uh, next point. Next slide. Now, understanding Mzansi, um, the strategy and implementation plan for the establishment of Mzansi National Philharmonic recognizes the unique opportunity that the Mzansi NPO presents for the transformation of orchestral music sector in South Africa. This is underpinned by the development of young South African orchestral talent, the creation and preserving of music which reflects South African heritage and the broadening of experience of classical music by the diverse population of our country. So the brief that we got from the department and which is also embedded in the white paper and the policy of the country, the department said, we want you to ensure that even areas that don't have their orchestras have some orchestral experiences, not just only the cities of Durban, Joburg, and Cape Town. So it's quite one of our missions uh, to do that. I'm glad to announce uh, to the committee that we're already talking to the Mpumalanga Chamber Orchestra, not only them, but the Department of Arts and Culture in Mpumalanga that has declared money that they will put in. Um, we already have an, a, an understanding with the Eastern Cape Philharmonic Orchestra, a joint statement was issued with the Free State Orchestra, uh, the process. Really, we have spoken 
to most uh, to 90% of the orchestras in South Africa, and they all support Zanzibar National Philharmonic Orchestra. Creating job opportunities and an ecosystem for orchestral music in South Africa is one of our objectives. We've spoken about inclusivity, development, and access and social cohesion. Cultural diplomacy is high on our agenda. And of course, the funding of regional orchestras. There has been talk in some quarters, Chair, that Mzansi is here to kill regional orchestras. And I say this with all humility, Chair. I'm involved in two of the three biggest orchestras in South Africa. I couldn't get involved in an endeavor that was going to kill the orchestras that I'm identified with. I have led and continue to lead the KZN Philharmonic Orchestra for more than 25 years. I couldn't do something to kill that orchestra as an example. So that assertion is completely devoid of truth. Furthermore, uh, Chair, it's embedded in our agreement with the NAC uh, that um, a significant amount of the funds will go towards funding regional orchestras and youth orchestras, artistic endeavors, and community engagement programs. So that assertion, Chair, is completely false. It's like accusing the Springboks that they are in the business of killing the sharks or the stormers or the blues. So really, uh, regional orchestras are at the core of what we do. We draw our members a lot from regional orchestras. So you couldn't have the national orchestra without the regional orchestras. Hence, we naturally support them. You can't have Bafana Bafana without Chiefs, Pirates, Sundowns, and Usut. Uh, next slide. Um, we embrace our responsibility to play a significant role in the cultural life of South Africa's vibrant and diverse communities. Um, we are also committed to creating platforms, working with regional orchestras and youth orchestras and even universities. We're committed to creating platforms within communities for the advancement and the experience of uh, orchestral music, including engaging with provinces that don't have their own regional orchestras. Inspiring young people to discover their full potential through creativity and innovation and strengthening cultural diplomacy through creating world-class orchestral music experiences and touring events nationally and internationally. As I speak to you, Chair and Honorable Members, uh, we've just collaborated with the new G20 orchestras. The G20 is the 20 of the most powerful nations in the world. They formed a new orchestra and they appeal to us to say, please come and collaborate with us. Our musicians went there uh, of all races to really participate in this. It's a wonderful orchestral uh, 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 South African story chair. Next month, uh, we've been invited by Algeria in their uh, classical music festival. And the list goes on. As you know, our first concerts were, were marking the 100th anniversary of Vets University. And we also went to uh, Soweto, to the um, Albertina Sule Center, and did a big concert uh, to collaborate with many other um, uh, non-classical artists to fight xenophobia. Next one, slide. 
Uh, I'm going to jump this because um, we're trying to rush a, a, a time. But just to say, uh, identifying highly talented young musicians and nurturing their skills with the view of enhancing the pool of professional South African musicians is one of our key. You'll see later that we've developed a comprehensive uh, cadetship program, which is part of this uh, uh, presentation. Next slide. I've mentioned uh, when we, we collaborated with Mr. William Kentridge and the Vets 100th anniversary, it was a wonderful collaboration. 74 of South Africa's top musicians were there, drawn from seven out of our nine provinces. There was also talk, Chair, that all oh, the musicians are going to be, they'll just get the musicians of the street, it's going to be of lower standard. It is absolutely not true. Everyone who was there said an orchestra of this high standard has never been established or had in South Africa. And, 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 and so uh, and four or five top South African musicians who are based overseas came to play with this orchestra. One of them is a former principal of the Cape Philharmonic Orchestra who lives in Netherlands who said, I want to be part of this and, 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 and many others. And, and we were so proud uh, it, it's, it's so Mzansi NPO is really South Africa's rainbow nation in terms of representative representativity. Next slide. Uh, it's still talking about the same performances. Next one. Um, yes, also we are grounded in, in, in education as well. I've mentioned you'll See the Kutlano Masoto Masote at the Albertina Sisulu Center to see those kids who are physically disabled uh, have so much encouragement, work with the orchestra. It was so marvelous when three or four Soweto schools gathered at the Albertina Sisulu Center, which doubles as a school and as a community center. Uh, next one. Um, Again, we collaborated on the 18th of August, Chair, with the Turquoise Harmony Institute. I've mentioned uh, the idea of turning harm into harmony. They are called Harmony Institute to dispel uh, xenophobia. And, and it was wonderful that we worked with artists such as PJ Powers, Msaki, Tandinduli, and, 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 and many others. Lebo Mashile was a fantastic MC. Performing with the orchestra, it was a wonderful thing. It showed what Prof always talks about, the translatability of orchestral music. That orchestral music is not always about Mozart and Beethoven, and we love Mozart and Beethoven, but it can translate to other styles of music. Hence, it has the ability, the ability to bring South Africans of all races. Next one. All the monies raised there went to support uh, refugees. You can see the picture there of um, Jews, uh, of PJ Powers and, and, and other artists. Next slide. Um, um, looking ahead, we've planned a series of activities, uh, Chair, um, culminating in a national tour in December, uh, where we will do a Beethoven night with the regional choirs from each region. 
that will visit. Uh, next slide. I've spoken about the inauguration of the G20 Orchestra, which happened now on the 12th of September, uh, where we took Jonathan Meyer, Jonalyn Taylor. Uh, she is from Bloemfontein. And uh, Kali um, uh, is from uh, Pretoria and Chris Njapa. And um, all these young musicians, their careers, one way or the other, have been really part of the regional orchestras. I remember we brought to Deben Jonalyn Taylor from Bloemfontein as a 17-year-old. And she did well. She spent time now with the Cape Philharmonic Orchestra. And, and, and all of these musicians have got history with regional uh, orchestras. Uh, next one. Uh, we've spoken with, uh, about Algeria, about uh, uh, Beethoven Ninth, um, about, uh, we'll also fund the South African National Youth Orchestra. Next slide. Uh, this is one of the cornerstones of our programs, the National Cadetship Program, where we're working with the regional orchestras again, we identify the, the, the best talent, and they are based in the regional orchestras, but paid for by Mzansi National Philharmonic and grooming them. This program, it, you know, this explains the nuts and bolts of the program. We have a mentor uh, inside the regional orchestra teaching them every week. So I won't go into details. Next slide. Uh, um, yes, next slide. Uh, next slide. Uh, these, again, are some of the cadets as well. Tsepo uh, from Soweto is a young horn player that we are grooming. And I've spoken with the others. Next slide. There are quite a few of these cadets. Next slide. Yes. We also have a fellowship program, which is a, a, a higher program than the cadetship program, where we've got young people who are studying at top music universities around the world, and that will help contribute towards their funding. Next slide. Next slide. One of them is Pendo Masote, who was at the Menuhin School in London and, and has just graduated and now is going to another university. Kamangelo Maraba, and is also in the, in the UK. Liam Slabet from Cape Town, a wonderful bassoon player who is now uh, going to be studying at the Royal College of Music in London. Uh, uh, just to name some of the, of the um, uh, fellowship program uh, people. Next one. Uh, in terms of the financial position, this has been spoken about and, 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 and the board takes it very, very seriously, the issue of the finances. Basically, orchestras uh, handle uh, finances very well. All orchestras, and uh, whether it's Cape Philharmonic, Deben, and I'm sure Mzansi and Johannesburg, and our, um, we expect that our will get an absolutely clean audit. And uh, we've never had a problem in terms of that. The board has set for itself a budget of 32 million, which includes fundraising, by the way, and ticket income. And 24 million of that will end up in the hands of artists. Um, next slide. 
is one of our conductors, Marin Alsop, who's a fantastic woman. Uh, who is, she is an inspi- inspiration to 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 um, women and classical music lovers all over the world. And next slide. Uh, next slide. These are different conductors that we have. Next slide. Uh, there are South Africans, Putwana Masote. We're talking to Brendan Phillips as well. He's not confirmed yet. Uh, we're still talking to him. He's based in Cape Town, Putwana in Joburg. Next slide. Uh, Peter Skuman uh, is the concert master of the London Philharmonic Orchestra. I traveled to London to spend time with him, to tell him about this vision chair. He was almost in tears. I was almost in tears. We had this at Bongani, given the history of South Africa, that you've come to me, that we must work together to lead this orchestra. I'm so moved. So the concert master of the Mzansi Philharmonic Orchestra is Peter Skuman, who's also who doubles as the concert master of the London Philharmonic Orchestra, an extraordinary South African. He's coming here in December. He lands on the 10th of December. He can't wait to share his skills that is learned over decades uh, in the UK. Uh, next one. David Uritz, born in Cape Town and the leader of orchestras around the United Kingdom, was here to lead Mzansi. And Farida is, is, is a, a co-concert master of the Cape Philharmonic Orchestra and a teacher at UCT University. We are also engaging uh, with her in terms of uh, Mzansi. Uh, next one. Samson Diamond, uh, an extraordinary South African who's based uh, with the award-winning Odeon String Quartet in Bloemfontein, uh, is our associate concert master and um, is, a, is an extraordinary musician, uh, born in Soweto, based in Bloemfontein, and was part of a bus eight in the early days, but has had an amazing career is one of our leaders. We're also talking to Suzanne Martins. She's not confirmed. She's a teacher at Stellenbosch University. Next one. Yes, these are different press reports that have come through, Chair. Um, uh, This one spoke about orchestras playing in harmony. As I said, we are now in the process of signing MOUs with different orchestras. This was a comment here by Professor Eric Albertin, who early on was a little bit skeptical about uh, Mzansi NPO, but once the two boards met for hours in Gabecha and they understood the programs, they were fully behind uh, Mzansi NPO. Next one. Yes, the orchestra, I won't spend more time, but uh, the pool of the orchestra is about 110 musicians, so it's a massive, massive orchestra uh, chair. And I'm delighted that, as I said, is a rainbow nation orchestra drawn from seven uh, provinces across the country. Next one. So, Siabonga, thank you. Bye, Dangi chair. And um, just to close, really, the purpose of Mzansi is to utilize music to bring South Africans of all races and ages together is to really nurture the skills of young people 
is to utilize the orchestra to brand South Africa positively in South Africa and across the world, and to also bring in indigenous elements uh, into it, which we are starting to do. And and um, it is an orchestra that should be supported, Chair. And uh, some of the things we've had, uh, now that people have got the facts, uh, we hope that this committee will support this wonderful endeavor, Chair. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much um, uh, with the presentations. It's, um, I'm appreciating as chairperson of the committee that amongst the things that we are doing is to uh, come together and, and uh, formulate the, the presentation. Uh, th- this is a, a good strategy that the department is doing with, with you. Uh, uh, we wish that this thing must continue in order that when we are coming here, you are coming knowing uh, what the right is doing and the left is doing. Now, honorable members, is the time for the questions. I've seen the hand of Mr. Mshongo. Uh, I've seen the hand of uh, honorable Adams. I'm seeing the hand of honorable Veronica. I'm seeing the hand of Honorable Malomane. I'm seeing the hand of Honorable Sibia. I'm seeing the hand of Honorable Denise. I will be asking a few questions. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we will be just uh, brief to the point because we want maybe to have second bite. A preamble sometimes doesn't assist us, but uh, I'll leave it to the leaders because we are all leaders in this forum. Uh, Honorable Nshongo. I think I I want to, it's not a preamble. I think you've seen my email yesterday. Uh, What? uh, Can I continue to understand? Maybe it's not a preamble. No, no, I'm saying... You said in our last meeting, we must send formal written questions. We did that. They failed to respond. They only responded last night. And when they responded, it's a vague answers. We've, my question was that the previous question, previous question which you, you've been copied by your office, they only responded. They were supposed to respond after seven days in AC. They failed to do that. They failed today to come with their leadership. And the chairperson responded, with two lines. All my question, he did not answer. I needed evidence. Remember in our last meeting, we asked for evidence. He did not. I want to put it to this meeting that I'm going to apply for a prior act because this ANAC is not open to us. They are not honest. They're not transparent as we get the answers, which are vague answers. But nonetheless, we welcome the PR documents that we've seen, the pictures that we've seen information that we've seen, we are not against the National Orchestra. But the fundamental principle and question is the legislation and the processes. Why was there no legislation framework for the governing of this establishment? The DSC will claim when they respond that they acted in the review of a white paper. Please, I don't need that response. Can you tell us why was this is it NPO? You'll correct me because two slides says NPC, others 
NPC, we have shareholders. Who are the shareholders of the so-called NPC? Why did the NAC and the DSEC only entered into MOU in 2021, 2022 financial year when the DAC has transfer allocation in 2019, 2020? So what guide, what guidance by the DSEC to allocate money in advance to NAC when the contract was only entered in 2021-2022 financial year. Who are the shareholders of this NPC? Because NPC must have shareholders. Which entity has the NAC, which entity, which the NAC has entered contract with the South African National Orchestra and the Mzansi Orchestra? I think we are confused here. There are two companies or two NPO which are registered. I think they must hear that. What are the reasons to, pro, uh, to, to promote this so-called South African National POC? Uh, because it is registered as Mzansi, uh, uh, Mzansi NPC, NPO, you know, which is... We, we want to get information, Chair Is it an NPO or is it an NPC? If it's an NPO, is the uh, minister has a right to appoint a, a board of members of the NPO. But if it's an NPC, it's a company, which is we have shareholders. Who are the shareholders? How long has this so-called NPC been existing? Because there's money which was transferred. I think it's here. 41 million rent was transferred. How long was this uh, NPC? And which account, which account, which bank are they banking with? How much was transferred in that bank account? Was the transfer done by who? M-O-C or NPC? I think that they must hear that. Is it true, Babu Tembe, that you are, you are Tembe, Babu Tembe, you are Bongane, you have another name. What is your another name, Babu Tembe? Babutembe, how many positions you have and how many salaries you have? According to the research that I've done, you have three companies that you are working with. You are a member, and I think you must declare chairperson of the NAC. Babutembe is a member of the NAC board, council member. He's a council member. I think you did not introduce him today to say he's here. He's here, yes, as a capacity as a CEO, but he's even... And nation, a member of the NAC council member. I think it must be noted on that. Is it true that Mr. Tembe, you have a driver, and that driver is driving you for the position of the CEO? How much are you paying the driver if there is? Because your financial yes. status, as is Chelligashi here. And then how many position, Baba, with uh, 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 you, which you have or you working for? Maybe. You must tell us because one of the things we avoid to have members who are serving as members of the NTT and are employed in different entities, especially as we, we see these things. You are, in C, you are a project manager. You are now a CEO. You are an NAC member uh, as a council member. Babu Tembe, do you receive any monthly salaries from uh, any companies or as a CEO or any other entities that you are working with. Is it true that the MOA between the NAC and Mzansi was drafted by an individual? Is it true or not? And why we're not given a copy of the MOO? I think in, in future, Chair, if the entity, any entity wants to be open to us, then for us to read newspapers,
papers. They must give us whole information. I have two copies of the MOO. I'm not sure which one it's which. Till they give us the actual, because there are two MOAs which I have in my position. And I've done my own research. I think in future we must get information from the department and from the NAC. Now, can we get those copies and why we didn't give, receive those copies? Can they confirm this allegation that I'm stating and that this allegation to say the chairperson of the NAC, it's allegation, can they confirm and tell us is the chairperson related to Babu Dembe? Can you please confirm that this entity is close ties with the family because these are allegations? I would like to uh, uh, to find out directly to the minister. Minister, what oversight role have you have with the NPO or is it NPC? What oversight role you have? You appoint which legislation gives you right to appoint a shareholder or which shareholders or board members, the three board members we've seen. And these three board members, only one board member or professor attend these events. I put it to you on the launch it was on the newspapers and the media. Only professor was there at the launch. Two other members of the board, uh, they were not there. What is the reason? Are they, again, not only disrespect the committee, but even yourself and the... Why do we have members who are, you appoint them, but they don't respect us as this committee? Do they come to your meeting because they fail to come even to this meeting, uh, minister? And I wanted to find out with the status quo, of this, especially to the presentation made by Obabutembe. Obabutembe, the details of the finances are not there. Remember, an NPO, we have a directors. But here, do you get allowances for the board members? I didn't see that. They <coughs> get Honorable try to round up. We have uh, 11 questions so far. Try to round up. I'm rounding up, Chair. Yes. Uh, thank you very much. Okay, and Minister, you. what law, I think I want, what law and policy guides you to set up this uh, Mzansi orchestra? Why, I think it's, I'm, I'm repeating on this one. Why, why does, does this negligence of this three uh, provincial uh, orchestra, Natal, Johannesburg, why did they, did they get any allocation after 2020 to date? How much is it directly to, to the department and the minister? And then I think the accounting of one million, I think we must get the exactly what was this one million uh, money used for? They're saying it was for a strategy. Is it a strategy called one million strategy working? Can you tell us the expenditures of that one million strategy document? Thank you, Honorable uh, Chair, I don't think... You, you know, Chairperson, last time, if you can check, I, we've only started the meet minutes and questioning time half past, and I only spoke for six minutes. And the department was supposed, all of them were supposed to finish Mokoda pass. Please don't suppress me when I do my oversight work. I, I don't suppress you, Honorable Mishongo. I've said, try to round up. We have 11 questions. There are 14 now. I'm said, round up. I didn't suppress you. Please, Honorable Mishongo. I yeah, but, uh, I, yeah, I'm saying you give the de- go, department go and them on, more than... Strong, I'm not suppressing you. Please, I don't suppress Thank anyone. You. Yeah, I'm doing my oversight, Chairperson. Nonetheless, 
I wanted to find out uh, uh, who are the names of the experts and the sector which was appointed by the minister in 2019 in the, uh, when they started this uh, process. Who are those experts? Can we have the name of those experts? The presentation identified four board members appointed by the minister, which we acknowledge, but only one member who's always active, a professor. The other members have never seen them in their lunch, and they can disagree with me or argue with me to say they were there. I put it to you, a CEO of the new entity, uh, that they were not there even on the, at, at the launch. Do you meet them? How regular do you meet them? Do you get any allowances? And which form of legal documents Mr. that were signed? It's the last question, Mr. Chair. It's the last question, Chair. Which form of a legal document or document which was signed between the department and the Mzansi NPC that protects that accounts taxpayers' money must be utilized accordingly, but not abused or not stolen? Do you have any document? Thank you very much, Chair. Honorable members, you must not do what Honorable Mflongo is doing. We have a second bite. When the first member is asking 20 questions whilst we have other members, and I cannot uh, suppress anyone, but I must guide the meeting. Uh, I, we cannot, we cannot. And the second bites are there. So uh, everyone who wants to ask questions, you must ask them freely. I cannot just suppress you. The next honorable member is Honorable Adams. Honorable Adams is just indicating that his or oh, that she is was not she was kicked out by uh, the system. Okay, Honorable, please switch off your your veto in order that you must not kick again. Thank you, sir. Try to raise the okay. the what you call uh, your volume. Raise your volume in your gadget. Yes. Yes, you can, can you hear me now, Chair? Yes, we are clear. Okay, uh, thank you very much and good morning to all on the platform. Um, not to, uh, to, to, to have a lot of time so uh, that we can proceed with other uh, things that we have to do. Chairperson, I will straight go to my questions. My first question will be um, on slide 12. Funding of the MNPO, DSEC reports that the total amount allocated to the Mzanzi NPO is 54.7 million rand, of which 5% would be levied to the NAC for administration of the project. This amounts to 2.7 million rand. Now, I wanted to know what is the nature of the administrative support provided by the NAC? And my last question, Chair, who are the international partners as indicated on page two of the presentation? I thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Adams. The next Honorable Member is Honorable Veronica. Thank you, Chair, um, and thank you also for the presentation. 
My questions are as follows. Uh, follow. Um, there seem to be no procurement or call for funding made public in establishing the National Philharmonic Orchestra, which should have been the case, uh, as this means EPO is owned by private individuals and not is not a state-owned entity, meaning there were no transparency, transparency and fairness uh, so others could compete for funding for establishing a, a NPO. Can the department give reasons for this and also where this uh, in uh, is my second question, yes, and I also want to come back. Um, Honorable Seto uh, Mishongo asked most of, or not most, but he uh, asked quite a few questions that I also want to refer to. I actually have it, and the fact that the NAC board is not here is not uh, strange for me because I've got the documents that actually shows that they were not involved in um, putting together the MOA that, were, that was actually done by the chair. Um, and unless the chairperson can give us the recordings where the um, board has um, approved this 41.5 million, um, that must be cleared. So I want to request from the uh, uh, committee that they request those minutes so that we can, um, or that recording so that we can have record of that. This MOA is further riddled with uh, spelling mistakes. My second question is um, how much of the money went to regional uh, first. Second one is how much of uh, the first instalment from the NIC, the 41 million, uh, has already been spent? Um, can the committee receive a breakdown? How much of that money went to regional orchestras, if any? Who holds the position of treasurer for the NPO? If we can maybe get uh, an organogram of that. Um, under progress, slide nine, I want to know regarding the 1 million transferred in 2019. Um, why were these funds, why were they transferred uh, to via the KZN uh, Philharmonic Orchestra and why was the money not held by the NIC? Um, I want to know if there was actually a feasibility study done because we cannot get hold of this. And if it was, when was it undertaken by whom and how much did it cost? Uh, can we also get the minutes of these meetings with the tennis registers as well as the audit final statements in respect of these funds? Um, the department's uh, presentation says the money was used to develop a strategic plan and business plan. However, the NPO presentation say the money was used um, on administration, operational costs, and um, secretary, secretary services, legal fees, and a task team. We also want uh, to get the actual names of this task team. Emilia's got a problem of network. We'll take her again uh, if it's not yet done. Let's go to the next honorable member, Honorable Maloman. Chairperson, I'm actually still on, online. No, no, I, we, we have seen that we're having a problem. Uh, you have just cut uh, out of the Okay, so, you ask, which question did you last heard? You, you, you do even have the, the, the echo with you. Continue with your questions. Which question, which question did you last hear? 
answer my my last my last question was when did Tonganik Tenway travel to London to meet with Mr. Schumann and was it paid out of the Mzanzi um, National Orchestra's uh, budget? And um, I also want to know how much is the MPO CEO and artistic director Bongani Tembe and also as also uh, which is also who's also the uh, CEO of the JPO and KZN how much does he earn and also um, he's also earning a salary with as a councillor and um, he's also part of the board so is he uh, uh, we actually want to know what is his salary and, and how much of the budget goes to that um, I would also like to receive clarity um, on the identity of Mr. Tembe is he Mr. Tembe or Mr. Tembe because his LinkedIn account um, has another a different name and um I also want to know why the position of CEO was as has been advertised. Um, it's, uh, it's, it seems um, there's no um, transparency. It's, uh, it's uh, definitely excluding opportunities for all. Then I want to come to the refence um, funds. Um, I want to know why the NIC distributes this refence funds and why is this not done by the department? Um, it, so it says in slide six um, that the funder doesn't decide um, and it uh, to the funder as the department, but that is not correct because the money is transferred and Bongani Tembe, who is sitting on the board of the NIC and is also the CEO, he is transferred, uh, transferring the, the money. So there is definitely a conflict of interest and I think we need to get legal advice on that. And um, he was also part of all the processes to establish this NPO. So um, we need to get clarity on that. And then um, the matter of green things, I think that's also problematic. Because in the 2019-2021 annual report of the NIC, it says that under project and grocery expenditure, it's a core, it's a core business of NIC. And it, um, under that, it's, uh, it refers to the funding, but it doesn't, uh, officers, but it doesn't say that it's been refreshed. So um, it is clear, you must clarify if I have to correct that all NIC funding or grants are refreshed funds. Because I think that the department might be um, trying to get a loophole for this refreshed funds and um, that, that uh, NIC members, while they're not uh, eligible to receive grants, uh, uh, but they can then uh, uh, apply for ring things funds. And this um, this should definitely be uh, clear. Um, then, um, okay, Chairperson, I will uh, get a second bite. Thank you, Honorable um, Veronica, Honorable Maloman. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Greetings to everyone. Let me also welcome the presentation and should speak to my questions. My questions it will be on Zanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra. The first one is that in their presentation on slide 26, it is stated that the budget for the next three years is available for view in the following pages. But on the presentation, the the pages that they want us to view the budget, they are not there. So I just wanted to find or get more clarity on that one. And what is the projected budget over the medium term expenditure? And also, I just want to check on the issue of the upcoming performances that are there in slide 18 to 20. 
to say how much is it that or how much is it allocated for if there are any funds that are allocated for these upcoming performances and uh, the other matter is that you spoke about the issue of seven provinces but we're having nine provinces i just wanted to check the two provinces that they don't have the orchestra the other question is that the total funding of different orchestras experienced a decline from an average of plus minus 20 million to about 16 million in the 2018 and 19 financial year. Why was the allocation to regional orchestra scaled down or reduced? And noting that orchestra is largely a Eurocentric act, how will the Nzansi Philharmonic Orchestra uh, uh, at how will it develop other indigenous music and with other genres will the MNPO promote and develop? I just want to check on the issue of development and promoting it, especially to the provinces that they have don't have it. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Malomani. The next Honorable member is Honorable Smia. Not yet. You can speak now. Raise your questions, Honorable Sibia. Honorable Sibia. Can 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 we pass? Uh, uh, he, she will come back. Uh, Honorable Speer. I'm seeing your hand, Honorable Speer. Uh, Honorable members, let me give Honorable Denise. Thank you, Chairperson, and thank you for the thank you for the opportunity and greetings to all um, uh, the minister and the staff and the uh, entities. Uh, Chairperson, I've, I'm covered by most of, of the questions. I must say that, Chairperson, I um, I had a comment or statement, turn harm into harmony. So I hope that at the end of the meeting, we can turn harm into harmony, end the meeting in harmony. Um, Chairperson, I want to just start with a comment um, uh, flowing from the, the revised um, white paper in 2020, endorsed by Parliament that gave birth to the Mzanzi NPO Orchestra. I think um, there is a couple of comments one can make about the establishment um, and the public-private partnerships, which must actually bring bring profit or become financially independent. Uh, but all the good reasons um, for the establishment is nicely explained, but I think in the question session, uh, going deeper into into the motive behind and the motivation, I think the, the the previous questions raised on that I think is important. Um, Chairperson, I just want clarity on the process to elect the board, or the terms of reference the, of the sorry the terms of the board and the roles of the board members. I think that can be forwarded to us um, uh, in time, and then. I also want to add my my, my, my voice to the question on the 
on the ring fence budget. I would just would like to know if this ring fence budget is a general practice that Bob McKenzie is explaining. Is it still applicable now after this NPO was established? And then the department said it is an MOA and the entities, Mzanzi said it is a MOU. So I just wanted clarity between the two, um, what it is. And then um, my last point, Chairperson, is I would like to ask the department if they perhaps, given all the questions raised by the previous members, if they perhaps need to investigate all these points or allegations that is made uh, by, is it Mr. Mtembe, or the one person who, who received many financial bites uh, from arts and NPO, orchestra, and the musical cherry, you know, the positions and the benefits attached to 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 all this that was raised by the other by the other members, it could it seems it it could point to a, a conflict of interest that that there's a system in place that that allows a person to benefit, and I think the department may be best suited to to indicate what was said and ask um, to um, to give us a report on on that. For now, that is all I want to ask um, and say, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable um, Dennis. Can we check that Honorable Sibia uh, is she ready now? Honorable Sibia. Hello, Chair. Am I audible? Yes. Oy, I, okay, thanks, Chairperson. I don't know whether go that on, is... Go okay. On, go, go on, Honorable. Okay, Chairperson. Okay, uh, thanks for all presentations. Uh, on the issue of this uh, presentation, uh, it, my problem is that it is not detailed. Uh, it, there is a lack of looking uh, on information on outcomes, outputs, and targets. And on the issue of uh, NAC presentation, uh, and the Auditor General raised um, uh, the issue of irregular expenditure. What steps were taken were taken to address that matter? Kumzans uh, NPO, I think, Chairperson, we must apologize. Uh, uh, that th- th- this thing of disturbing Babum Shlongo, the presenters, while they are on the floor, I. Out of order, because if present has been give, given a time to to do his present his or her presentation, uh, uh, to disturb that present, let's wait until I finish. And it undermines as members of parliament because they will say, ah, oh, these members are not recognizing us. But next time, Lani Games NPO, right, please. Uh, what is the, um, uh, I don't know whether, it, okay, is the organization, um, Staffed or yeah, 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 NPO is it staffed? Uh, 
if it is doubt, if we can provide us with an organogram. I thank you, Chairperson Mumbi. Maybe I will repeat what the, the previous the speakers have been said. Thanks a lot. I am disturbed with the connection. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Honorable Sibia. Uh, Honorable Tuli. Honorable Lutuli, Kosi Lutuli, Honorable members, similarly, Honorable Lutuli, Kosi Lutuli is having problems. Um, Is Honorable Zondi on the platform, uh, Jabu? I've seen his hand and then the hand disappeared. Uh, we've lost him, Jefferson. <clears throat> okay. Can can I ask? It's trying. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honorable, Honorable Zondi, we can't hear you. Uh, you are getting problems of network. Uh, let me get in, honorable members. I've got some few questions. Um, let me thank with the presentations. Oh, they, they take off your video and then you must raise your question, Baba. We've seen you take off the video and can you raise your questions? Siabonga, Baba. Kuluma <laughs> NPO. Ngoba guzo banene ningi ozo senzela zona, especially tina nje kakulu, esi se mapanji, iskati sningi, besinga nagegile, uzo siza kakulu, ukwenza, ukwenza uguti, Injaiti kokege um, let me also thank the, the both leadership of the department, NAC, and Nani Boba Buntembe, Eniteneza, Nazosniga, Bongeni Gwenzai. Um, let me ask how, how sustainable is orchestra in sustaining the livelihoods of the artists and how does the 
MNPO supported the development of sustainable livelihood for artists in orchestra. And then what international corporations does the MNPO have with other nations and what another international cooperation plans exist to advance cultural uh, diplomas? Um, maybe the, the last two questions. How many symphony orchestras exist in South Africa? And how does the MNPO uh, plan to make orchestra accessible in schools and across other provinces without orchestras? Some universities have music departments. How is the MNPO working with these music facilities to transform classical music, such as orchestra. Thank you so much. Uh, can now give um, your good self uh, to to respond, the NAC and the department. I thank you. <coughs> thank you. Thank you, uh, Chairperson. <clears throat> Maybe before we respond, Chairperson, um, I want to start by indicating that we take uh, kindly your guidance in terms of how we should manage um, apologies when the meeting begins. But I think for the purpose of the record of this meeting, it is prudent that we do indicate that uh, the apologies of uh, both Judge Theron and Ms. Wendy Luhabe were presented to the department. And then the department in turn presented those apologies to the uh, PC secretary uh, on the 14th of September. And it was at 7.39 p.m. So that was presented to the PC secretary. But we we do acknowledge that in future, it's our learning curve, Chairperson, that even if we have sent uh, those apologies, we also have as, as a department that is coordinating and that is providing oversight, we should take that responsibility at the committee meeting to once again articulate those apologies. But I just thought that it's very important that um, I say this, uh, Chairperson. Now, Chairperson, uh, there will be a number of uh, colleagues who are going to be coming in here to uh, provide answers. Um, <clears throat> and and, and uh, maybe just to start by uh, just talking to broad issues, for instance, raised by Honorable Mshongo about, uh, you know, the legislative framework within which uh, this uh, particular um, NPO has been established. Maybe it's also important, Chairperson, uh, that uh, there are so many things that are done in government based on policies. For instance, uh, the DTG Kumalo's um, presentation was very clear that uh, the white paper, the revised white paper on arts, culture, and heritage was very clear that of an intention to establish um, this kind of, or to develop orchestras. Now, I just also want to indicate that uh, minister has got the prerogative of uh, 
at a formative stage of an idea uh, that might be arising out of the policy to then put together, um, it could be a panel, uh, it could be uh, a committee, uh, which is also, um, you know, uh, you know, it, it, when, when you even look at the appointment, I mean, of the payment of, the, of such um, panels, it's determined by treasury regulation. So I just want to say that uh, ideas, sometimes they are tested even before you have legislation. The time you develop legislation, you might have picked up uh, the successes and the failures in an idea that you are uh, 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 trying to, to achieve. So I thought it's very important that I raise that, that um, there's nothing wrong with implementing an idea at its formative stage. Get the necessary experts to even advise you so that by the time you get to the legislative framework, at least you've, you have worked with people who are working on this on a day-to-day basis uh, sometimes. But I also noted what uh, Honorable Denise was uh, asking us uh, some of this information, yes, uh, we will be able to provide uh, after this meeting, the terms of reference, um, and, and of course, uh, I would allow the, uh, uh, the um, for first and foremost, the NAC and the NNPO to speak. And then later on, my colleagues are going to come in to look at these specific questions. But also, the, in terms of Honorable Spear and the presentation that was coming from DZEC, and I think that this is one of the things that we might just want to <laughs> clarify going forward, because uh, normally we do an overview, which is a summary, and then the relevant institution come with the details um, to then provide the fully-fledged details of whatever projects that we are talking about. So um, the overview, it was not by accident or by mistake not to provide the detail because indeed all that we do, we, we do an overview. But I, I think that going forward, we then have to see how we, we manage that uh, process. I would therefore, Chairperson, then request that uh, NAC uh, is going to be the, the one that comes after me, immediately now after me, and then we would allow the, <clears throat> the MNPO and then uh, these uh, colleagues will come in uh, to deal with uh, specific uh, questions that are, uh, are relevant to us. Thank you so much. Thank you, DJ. Mr. Tembe and the professor. Um. Um, uh, Honorable Chair, from the NEC, um, the acting DG okay. requested that we come first. Okay, okay. Yes, uh, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Um, thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. I will handle some of the strategic responses um, that have been requested of the NEC, and then I will request um, our acting CEO to then jump in to deal with the operational um, questions that have been raised as well. Um, I would like to start with um, one of the first questions that were asked, um, speaking around 
um, Councillor Dembe and, um, and his particular conflict of interest or a question raised around if there's a particular conflict of interest um, by virtue of the fact that he's an NAC um, council member as well as, um, you know, involved in the Mzansi NPO. I do want to mention, honourable members, that um, Councillor Dembe from... I, Guess the very first meeting or any um, you know time when deliberations related to Mzansi NPO started within the NAC, he has continuously um, recused himself from any discussions related to Mzansi NPO. Um, and regardless, even sometimes when it is something so minor and it's not necessarily anything that would be impactful, um, he always then just says, for this particular session, Chairperson, um, please allow me to recuse myself. And he recuses himself and um, council continues deliberations. And we then call him back into the meeting once we have then um, dealt with that particular agenda item. So I just want to state that on record. Um, and then there was another question related to is. Councillor Dembe related to the chairperson of the NAC. Um, I can definitely confirm that I first met Councillor Dembe when he, when I started serving at the NAC. I had not known him prior to that. We are definitely not related. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> there is a question around, um, we can, okay. Um, the, I think there's also questions, questions that are raised around the MOUs and how um, or, or if whether council approved or, or, or was engaged, you know, in, 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 in relation to the MOUs that have been signed between the NAC and, um, and, and, and the Mzanti NPO and the NAC and um, the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture. I can confirm as well, Chairperson, that council approved these, these um, agreements and um, they have gone through all the council, they went through council deliberations and um, they were then, um, excuse me, approved by council. So I can definitely approve that as well. I'm sorry, confirm that as well. Um, I think that covers it from our side, from my side, from a strategic um, perspective. Um, can I ask Julie if you can hop in to deal with some of the other matters related to ring fence funding and 5% admin fee and what the funds are useful? Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Chair and members, um, let me indicate that in response to some of the questions asked uh, directly to the NAC, which are quite operational, there was a question asked by Honorable Mithongo, several questions which I will respond to with regard to the contract that we have uh, with Zanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra and whether it was registered and how it's registered. Um, on the documents, you will quite often see MNPO. That's actually the, the abbreviation for the Mzanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra. It is quite different from the way it is uh, registered. It is registered uh, as an NPC, a non-profit company uh, through the CIPC, and it was registered uh, last year in, in 2021. The NAC has entered into an agreement uh, with the Mzanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra, and we, we are also privy to, the, to which bank account they are using. They are using the FNB bank account. And to date, the NAC has transferred for the 1,557,000 uh, 256 rands. 
Um, in terms of the payments uh, not made uh, in 2020, 1920, um, financial years, uh, the NAC uh, board at the time has been engaging with the department on the release of uh, ring fence funding. Hence, ultimately, there had to be an agreement uh, that was entered into with the department uh, in terms of an MOU, which, which then actually provided a legal framework for the contract between the NAC, a formal legal contract between the NAC and the department to disperse uh, this this funding uh, to, to, to the MNPO. Uh, in terms of the accounting for the 1 million, I think um, this was asked also by, by uh, Honorable Msongo. Let me indicate that um, we have received uh, two financial two financial year audits um, for from the KZNPO. The first one we received was uh, on 31 March 2021 at the end of the financial year. And at that time, it illustrated, the breakdown illustrated that 839,487 was still remaining uh, in the funds uh, of, the, of the company. Uh, in March uh, 2022, as per the year, end of the financial year, um, we 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 seen that there's still a breakdown, which is reflected in the audited financial statement that there is 459,308 uh, that have that have that are still remaining in the Mzanzi uh, NPO for 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 that one million breakdown. Um, in terms of the administrative support, there was a question I think it was asked by. Um, Honorable Adams, um, the oversight responsibilities uh, for the NAC, it's uh, in respect to um, the funding that has been disbursed with the 5%. Um, but in addition, uh, the NAC, according to its new strategic plan, indicated that the focus of the NAC would actually be to also raise funds for the funding that it does administrate um, to help offset the expenditures that the NAC gets. And this is also applicable to um, the, 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 the third wave and the second wave, those reinforcements uh, disburse, disbursement that we're doing on behalf of, 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 of the department. Um, with respect to the question that was asked, I think it's Honorable Fanday that that really and affects the NAC's response uh, with regard to reinfense funding. We do several reinfense funding for the department. Um, I mean, in the last two years, there was a first wave, second wave, and third wave where the NAC does not adjudicate and, and take the applications directly to the board to make final decisions on these applications. Um, we would receive, we will receive a list already decided upon for the NAC to assist with the payment uh, of this uh, third wave uh, funding, which was to offset the creatives uh, in respect of the effect of, of, of COVID um, on those, on those uh, individuals that have been uh, listed. So it's similar also with the, with the MNPO. Um, they do not respond to any of the calls that the NAC publishes. So the NAC does not um, adjudicate the funding uh, of the orchestra 
and therefore the board does, does is not involved or does not approve directly uh, as part of a response to the normal call of funding that the NAC does uh, in respect to the Mzanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra. It comes as a reinforced funding uh, from the department. There was also a question asked, uh, I think it's Honorable Sibia, um, with respect to the NAC in, in what the AG has actually found, uh, with respect to the funding of orchestras, um, the NAC had to devise a legislative uh, contract between ourselves, a legal framework between ourselves and the department to ensure that there is a written agreement and not only a letter of allocation, that there's a written agreement uh, which will stipulate how the funding would then be disbursed uh, to the to the NP and to the NPO. And we've even set a, a new um, broader contract, more than the one that the NAC has in terms of its own beneficiaries, uh, NAC funding contract, but we have one also for the for, for the MNPO uh, where we have an MOU with them. Um, I think uh, my, my responses will end today, Chair. Um, members, uh, we've got a problem. The chairperson has been kicked out of the meeting. She's trying to rejoin the meeting. Um, I'm just checking how many members we have so that we can quickly elect a chairperson to take over in the meantime. Uh, uh, let me just check. Okay. Members? Okay, we've got. Okay, let me just do a quick roll call, members. Am I audible, members? Yes, hello, we can okay. hear you. Dennis, okay, yeah. um, I'm just going to do a quick roll call just to check the members that were in the meeting uh, so that we can check if we have a quorum to elect a chairperson or other chairperson to kick out. Um, I'm, I'm, the... can, can you hear me? I'm back. Okay. I've tried phone, iPad doesn't want at all, and now I've tried my phone. So. Okay, you... We can hear you. You can hear me? Yes, Chair. Okay. Uh, it, uh, I left when um, uh, the chairperson was uh, responding. Are we still there? Uh, the NAC as FTCO has just responded, Chair, to the questions. Um, that was where we were, Chair. And then where are we now? If members have, uh, chair, it's it's a uh, uh, Bongani here. I think I'm next to to answer some of the questions. Please, Bongani. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chairperson, and to the honourable uh, members. I must say that we are very heartened by this exchange, the sincerity of the questions and the incisiveness of them, it allows us an opportunity to dispel any myths. So this is not disturbing to us. It's actually encouraging. We are encouraged that um, there seems to be broad support for the National Orchestra, but members want specific questions from uh, the department, NAC, and ourselves. But there seems to be a, a general consensus 
we appreciate the support that uh, Honorable Nkosilu Tuli gave. Um, even uh, Mr. Mthongo said they are not against the concept of a national orchestra, but they want um, um, answers to their questions. So let me attempt. There are almost 60 questions here, uh, Chair. So I, I will try my best. If I fail somewhere, please, I apologize in advance. I'm going to try not to um, uh, uh, respond to, 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 to personal questions, Chair, and try and address things from a, a point of view of principle uh, or policy. But I would just make two quick comments, Chair. I remember the first time we met the Portfolio Committee, it was at the ICC um, in Johannesburg. I remember uh, seeing Mr. Tsepom Shongo. I saw this charismatic gentleman. And the first thing he said, he was teasing Tsepo, who was on our board then to say, oh, your Tsepo is T, he spelled T-H-S-E-P-O, the real Tsepo, and I'm the real Tsepo, uh, saying Tsepo is uh, T-S-E-P-O. So I'm saying in African languages, spellings and things like that, um, it's, 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 it's really, um, it doesn't mean that he is two people, uh, uh, if it's spelled differently. But I want to... I want to say example on the lighter note. Yes, yes. And also, I just want to say also another thing that I'm not going to respond on behalf of the other organizations because we are talking about Musanzi here. But I do want to point out that I was very happy in KZN chair, running the KZN Philharmonic Orchestra for more than 25 years and doing all of that. I was approached by the JPO. People will remember that it went into a business rescue in 2012 and there were problems, and they approached me in 2015 and to say, please come and assist. And the boards allowed me to say, Bongani can assist. So even the task team, I was invited to the task team for the National Orchestra. So um, now it seems like I'm going there to grab power. No, people come to me and I resist for months, but in the interests of our country, chair and the artists, then ultimately I say yes. When the JPO musicians came to me and said, Bongani, please come and help, it broke my heart and I agreed, Chair. I'm glad to announce that the JPO today is one of the most successful arts organizations in South Africa. But I'm going to try and go now, and not on those personal matters, to the substantive matters. Substantive matters. Um, the, the, the NPC and NPO is more or less the same thing, if not the same thing. A few years ago, there was something called Section 10, which was non-profit organizations. But a few years ago, uh, the regulations changed. The NPOs are now called non-profit companies. They don't have shareholders. Uh, they are exactly like the non-profit. So Mzanz has got no shareholder, is a non-profit organization with a board uh, that is responsible uh, for it. Um, the um, um, I'm trying to look through some of the um, questions here, uh, Chair. Um, um, uh, Honorable Member Adams, 
asked um, who are the international partners. Um, we have been talking to lots of potential international partners over the last actually um, three and a half years, and there will be major announcements coming soon. So I don't want to pre- preempt those announcements, save to say that we've just highlighted one in terms of the G20 uh, a summit and the countries. Uh, I've mentioned Algeria as well, and there are many others um, on, the, on the pipeline. As one of the members said, uh, in fact, as the chair was saying, uh, we, we, and it's embedded in our mission and objectives, we believe in the power of the arts to play an advocacy role and build people-to-people relations between our countries. And we'll definitely do that, and you'll hear the announcements uh, soon. Um, I'm trying to um, go on. Um, um, I think going to um, to Honorable Veronica, and I think the NAC has explained the the the, the issues around the one million transfer. Um, Remember that we are at a uh, uh, we were at a very formation stage. There was nothing there, so an organization was needed uh, to help. Uh, I mean, an amount was needed to help to uh, even to book flights for the trustee members coming to a meeting, and so um, it was decided that the KZN Philharmonic could play that role. The one million is properly recorded. Every year, we give a breakdown of, you know, of the monies to the NAC, and they've reported on that. There's almost half, about half a million, almost half a million is still there, by the way, in that fund. And it's for the NAC and government to decide what to do with that half a million. But the balance is completely has been um, accounted for. And, uh, just to clarify... Actually, I think the honorable member, another member said the same thing, Denise Joseph, is actually, strictly speaking, is an MOA, Memorandum of Agreement, which is like a contract, not MOU. But sometimes when we speak, we use those terms uh, interchangeably. So it's actually MOA. Um, um, uh, the issue of the task team, uh, the, the department has responded um, on that, and uh, I've responded on the issue of names and um, um, the um, uh, prof will come at the end. I must say that the issue of the um, of the ring fence funding is not the loophole. No one is trying to find a loophole, and I can speak from a really informed point of view. This fund has been going on for more than 20 years, the ring fence funds. It's actually ring fence, even in the treasury. They know this money is meant for orchestral funds and et cetera, et cetera. So it's not a loophole. So I want to clarify that the funding of orchestras and Mzansi comes from the ring fence funds. It does not come from the surplus funds of the NAC. That is absolutely... a, a a, a totally different thing. And I'm going to try to um, move on very um, quickly.
quickly. Oh, Mr. Mishongo, yes, uh, uh, the board members come to meetings. We have met the department at least three, four times, and justice and, and uh, was part of that meeting, as well as uh, uh, Wendy. So we, we do meet uh, often. Uh, in fact, we are meeting this up, uh, afternoon, and 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 uh, we are meeting again in not in two weeks' time on the 29th. Uh, and so we meet often, and they do participate. They come to concerts, by the way, as well. Um, I'm going to uh, Honorable Malomane. Um, uh, she said, uh, she noted the seven provinces, and uh, who are the two missing provinces? Um uh, of hand, I can't think of, of them, but I know that uh, we drew members from uh, KZN province, from Gauteng province, from Eastern Cape, from Western Cape, even from Northern Cape, with a beautiful trumpeter uh, uh, who is part of Mzansi, and where uh, Free State was there. And um, I'm trying to think uh, what was the other uh, 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 province. But I think um, you 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 gather you, you gather that um, going to uh, Ms. Duduzile Sibia. Um, um, yes, um, you get the organogram of Mzansi. Um, the, the 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 board is updating uh, its business plan, which includes an organogram. And uh, we are happy to, um, to, 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 to share that. Uh, it will be some time in, in, in October. The, 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 the revised business plan is based on the interactions we've been having with different stakeholders and orchestras around. Uh, somebody, uh, 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 let me just see, I'm trying to go through here. Uh, I think the issue of a potential conflict of interest, I'm, I'm on to Mr. Dennis Joseph, was sufficiently addressed, in my view, um, by the NAC, and the issue of ring fence funding has been uh, addressed. You asked, uh, what is the role of the board members? Uh, like any other board, accountability is to oversee the organization, is um, uh, to play a fiduciary duty in terms of the organization. So it's a board like any other board of a non, non-profit organization. Uh, you mentioned the private, uh, uh, the public-private partnership. Yes, Mzansi NPO is some kind of a private uh, public because uh, businesses are going to contribute money. The, there is fundraising ahead already, plus the government. So it's an example of cooperation between business as well as um, a government. And uh, in fact, different business associations have already come in to endorse um, Zanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, the issue of um, uh, going to the chair, the chair of um, the committee. Thank you for your questions, chair. Let me, so there was the question to say, how is Mzansi going to sustain uh, the artists in, uh, in each orchestra? I want to explain that Mzansi doesn't have full-time musicians who are full-time employed by Mzansi. 
but utilizes musicians. It's just like this a soccer team. So it's like Bafana Bafana. When there's a significant match or World Cup, they, they go to Pirates, they go to different clubs, they go to Stellenbosch, there's a club there, and get the best and do that task. Uh, now, however, Mzanz uh, 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 has an added role uh, and through the cadetship program to identify and harness young talent. And we are doing that as I demonstrated and put some of the names up uh, in the presentation. Part of the conditions of funding to regional orchestras, we would say, as an example, um, KZM, here is 3 million uh, per year over three years, 9 million. Please ensure that 1 million of that is spent towards harnessing young talent and, and skills development. So, so through, through our MOAs with the regional orchestras, uh, the sustainability issues, the training issues are going to come in there. Uh, you spoke, uh, Chair, about universities. I remember the minister at one of the meetings of the task team said, you guys must work with universities. I'm glad to say that we have met with the University of Cape Town and, and spoke to them about Mzansi and how we can collaborate in terms of training of young people we are hoping to meet Stellenbosch University soon. We're already working on some things with UKZN University. We just met um, Bumalanga Chamber, and we said we will link them up with the university there in Bumalanga. So universities are a serious part of um, this, um, this supply chain um, of, of the training of our young people. You also asked um, how many symphony orchestras exist in South Africa. So you've got the first group, which for a lack of a better word, you can say the A group. Um, Johannesburg Philharmonic Orchestra, Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra, and the Guazulu Natal Philharmonic Orchestra. Those are the top tier um, uh, professional orchestras in South Africa. The next group, You've got the Eastern Cape Philharmonic Orchestra that I explained with just there. You are in the process of dealing with their MOU, as well as the Free State Symphony Orchestra. That is the second group. The third group, you've got Mpumalanga Chamber Orchestra, and you also have the Gauteng, by the way, Gauteng uh, Philharmonic Orchestra uh, um, as well. Um, beyond that, others are more smaller ensembles, uh, we are meeting people in that province. Uh, we're going to have to be careful how we engage and accountability. We'll be linking those groups with local universities because we can't just give uh, 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 money. And by the way, we're not, Zanz is not helping by just fun, fun, contributing to the funding of regional orchestras. We are also lobbying uh, uh, provincial governments uh, to come in into the ports as well as the cities as well. Uh, in terms of our advocacy uh, role. Um, accessibility in schools, that is big. Mzanzi uh, already has been to a school, as I mentioned, but part of the conditions of the grant to regional orchestras and youth orchestras is that they must visit schools and we support them. We also work with composers. I think um, one um, distinguished member asked, in terms of, um, I'm trying to see who, who it was, but 
she said, how are we going to uh, transform this genre and ensure that we work with other genres? I'm trying to think uh, who was that uh, uh, distinguished member. Um, We are um, doing those things. uh, Or it was uh, uh, Malomane who said that. As as per presentation, you saw that we're working with PJ Powers. I mean, when she performed on stage, she said, my music has never been performed um, by an orchestra. In the past, through my role with the KZN, we've worked with Tandiswama Zwai. We've worked with Mawadela Queens. We've worked with um, Lady Smith Black Mambazo. At the same time, also transcribing their music. So you're going to see a lot of activity. We are working with Don Laka. We've commissioned him to do an important piece which pays tribute to the victims of the floods in KZN as well as COVID-19 and and, and other composers. So I I think, um, can I stop there, Chair? As I said, I'm I'm sure I've missed a lot, but uh, I've tried my best to sincerely address some of these things without getting too many to the personal issues. I'll hand over now to Prof. Gondo. Well, thanks very much, uh, Bongani, and thanks very much, Chair. I want to start off by apologizing to Mr. Songo for not having uh, presented our, our own uh, strategy on the screen. Uh, we we absentmindedly ended up by just sending it through to the, to the department. Sorry, sorry about that, but, but it is available upon request. The second thing is that uh, I think it's important for us to, to repeat this that the premise of our strategy is is uh, is uh, is based on national cultural policy as articulated in the white paper okay as important that uh, that uh, it is also based on the strategic thrusts in the ndp which associates the arts with uh, with uh, social cohesion, because we are in the business of making sure that there is cultural justice. Our strategy responds quite imaginatively to the Bill of Rights. The way of saying, uh, colleagues, that our strategy is framed within the discipline and the protocols of national policy. That I think is important for us to do that. But we, we go beyond just culture to integrate culture with the national development imperatives. And that's why we are very, very strong on making sure that the urban-rural divide is mediated and mediated through orchestra. I think it's important that... Uh, that, um, that uh, a very important point that needs emphasizing is the singular power of orchestra. Of all the policy instruments that, uh, that the state has to bring about, uh, to bring about uh, uh, different cultures, different traditions, one of the most potent instruments that the state has is music. There's no other sector, no other profession 
that is the rare evocative power of mobilizing feeling across difference. It's the art. It's the, the arts. But within the arts, orchestra is a distinctive genre, a distinctive music form that has, you know, in a, in a particular capability to make people who come from different backgrounds to feel together, to feel each other in each, in each other as it were. And that's why we are taking this advantage for us to make sure that this orchestra is not just aesthetics. It's not just for love of sound. It has a pragmatic, it has a practical, it has instrumental value. I think it's important that um, that uh, that uh, that uh, that uh, I say so. In the NDP, if you look, there there is so you know the, the, the policy imperative that is regional integration. If you look at the, 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 our diplomacy, the principles of our diplomacy, and in, in fact, even our internet relations, we are trying to negotiate how the, 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 the differences across nation states are mediated. Various strategies are being developed there. But in the arts, orchestra is a very potent instrument that people in South Africa and people in Botswana, in Uganda, people in Japan begin to find each other, what we call mutual recognition across difference. That's extremely important. An orchestra of all the musics, of all the art forms, orchestra has a distinctive power to do that. And I'm sure as we move on and work out our strategies, this will be much more concrete. We are focusing on children. We are focusing on the youth because that's where sensibility and consciousness are inaugurated. And if we can get that right, the school, parliament, everything will work better if, if we make sure that, um, that a complementary culture, not negative, a complementary culture that mediates difference is mobilized very, very early in their life. Thank you very much. Um, Chairperson, can, uh, and uh, did you, can I um, also then come in? Yes. Thank yes, you very yes, much. Teacher. Thank you very much. Um, some of the areas that um, I was to cover, uh, colleagues have uh, touched on them, but I'm just going to add, uh, Chairperson, from the perspective um, of the department. There was a, que- a question that was asked uh, in terms of why only um, the MOA was signed in, 20, in the 2020-21 financial uh, year. And, and I'm also going to talk a bit uh, on the issue of the MOU and MOA. Um, I'll just go into that a bit just to provide some further clarity for, for the members. But just starting with the first part uh, of the question, Chairperson, um, I, I, I believe, as I indicated in my presentation, um, I did touch on the fact that um, subsequent to the approval of the revised white paper, uh, which was done by cabinet in in August 2018, the department then 
started to actually work on the concept of the National Philharmonic Orchestra. And the colleagues have spoken to the issue of the 1 million and why it went to KZNPO at that time, because the establishment was at formative stages. And before the end of that financial year, before the end of the 2018-19 financial year, um, the department uh, through the minister uh, then wrote, identified um, a group of experts uh, that are experienced in the field, in this particular field of orchestras or this discipline. And I did mention, Chairperson, I'm also going to be responding to one of the questions from another honorable member. I did mention who these task team members were. Letters were sent to them on the 1st of March. And I've seen, for instance, one of these members responded. There is a documented evidence, a letter that came from that member who is currently the CEO of the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra, Louis Heinemann. He was one of the members of this task team appointed. Um, by the minister. There was Kutluane Masote. I did mention that um, a conductor of a well, well-known within the sector as well. Lindumuzi Mgoma, Ubabu Lindumuzi Mgoma, uh, was part of that. Bongani Tembe himself. Um, then also there was the acting CEO of NFVF at that particular time. Um, that is um, Shedrek Bukaba. And then also at that time, Julie Dipofa was also the acting CEO of NAC. She was also in this task team together with Lindy Ngobo, a project manager at NAC. They were all identified based on their expertise and they came on board, Chepesin, as task team members that worked on this uh, concept. And, and provided inputs and enriched um, the direction that was set up in the revised work paper. So after that, um, obviously, uh, before the end of the next financial year, which was the 1920 financial year, there was an appointment of the advisory board. As I indicated, uh, there were letters that were issued to them, um, 28th of November, and then uh, also there is one on the 12th of December um, for the four members. And those four members have been mentioned already who were identified based on certain competency areas that were needed to actually drive this very business-orientated establishment. Um, And then in the following year, there were several engagements that took place between the department and the NAC. Initially, there was an MOU, and it's an MOU in this case, Chairperson, I'm just bringing in that um, explanation into this uh, also. There was a memorandum of understanding, and that document we will share with the members. That was initially signed, um, that was initially put together in August 2021. But subsequent to that, there were discussions that took place between the department and NAC to deal with some of the areas that NAC wanted tightened up. This was then, this meeting took place on the 8th of September 2021, and the DG uh, wrote back and uh, in acceptance of the inputs that came out of that meeting. This then led to the final 
uh, MOU, MOU Chairperson Memorandum of Understanding that was signed between the Department of, of Sport, Arts and Culture and NAC. Um, because it was an MOU, because there was no exchange of uh, any finances that was going to happen here, but it was defining the roles and the responsibilities in as far as the establishment of this um, in, uh, of this uh, structure was concerned. And that copy is available to a person. It went through our legal ser- uh, services and it is stamped and signed by the legal service of the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. After all these things were actually resolved or parallel to that, the process of registration or formal registration of the National Orchestra um, then ensued, which is why we have documented um, certificates or evidence of this registration, which was only after that it was confirmed that NAC signed and finalized their own agreement now because there was going to be exchange of finances. Uh, so there was a memorandum of agreement. We do have that document as well. Uh, Chairperson signed uh, in terms of what the expectations of NAC, uh, NAC on the MNPO was and what their compliances was supposed to, to be. And thereafter, with the existence of all these key compliance documents in place, the transfer was then uh, done in December, the financial year of 21-22. So coming out of that, the other processes like presentations to the executive management of the department uh, took place and the adoption of the strategic plan and the business plan and the engagements uh, of the regional orchestras, as Mr. Tembe had actually indicated. I do hope I have given that, um, I've addressed a set of questions in that one response, uh, Chairperson. I also would like to just indicate that, um, yes, the letters of appointment of the task of the advisory board, um, do outline the terms and also the roles and the responsibilities of the, of the members that were appointed. It's specific, the, the letter specifically stipulates what the expectations of the department uh, from the individual members is. I had uh, indicated earlier on in my presentation that um, also same thing applies to the letter that appointed Mr. Tembe in terms of him being a project manager for the advisory board. It stipulates what his role um, would be and what he needs to deliver on. And those can also be shared um, with the members. So they do exist and, we, and, and the roles and the responsibilities in there are clearly uh, stipulated. The acting DG has spoken to why our overview didn't go into detail. We avoided doing that because as you, as members saw, the presentation of the MN, of the MNPO then went into detail in terms of uh, the programs, the deliverables, the outcomes, and 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 the like, um, as and, and uh, as as they had actually indicated in their presentation. 
Chairperson, um, I think, DG, I don't know whether there's anything else I was supposed to cover. Uh, if not, perhaps let me hand back to you first uh, before um, and, and, and not directly to, to the chairperson, if, if at all there's anything else you wanted me to cover. Thank you very much, chairperson. Thank you, TTG. Chairperson, maybe because there is also Mr. Charles Mabaso, if maybe um, he feels that there is an area that you would like to compliment here, um, if we, through you, we can just allow him to speak. Mr. Mabaso. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Chairperson, Honorable Members. I think uh, both uh, the DDG and NAC and the orchestra have really covered most of the questions that were asked. And I think DDG, the part of the department, was clearly articulated. I don't have anything. Thank you, Shepherdson. Honorable Minister. Minister, 
We can't hear Shepherson? you, Honorable. We can't hear Honorable Shepherson? Minister. I'm going to come to you just now, Honorable Members, with due respect. Honorable Minister, uh, when you are ready, she- we I, can't I am, hear you. I, but I can hear you, Chair. Now we do hear you now. Yes. No, no, no. What I was saying, yes. Chair, is that uh, I think. Uh, Questions have been responded to. Uh, perhaps they will come at the end. Thank you very much. Okay, Honorable Minister. Honorable Van Dijk, Honorable Mshongo, your hands are up. Honorable Van Dijk. Thank you. I just want to put a bit on record what I put in the chat that Mr. Heinemann was not part of the task team. He attended one meeting and he only attended the information meeting where the minister was also attending. And after that, what are you saying, honorable member? I'm just saying that I want to. We are rejecting the responses of of these people. I want you to to clearly hear you. What exactly are you saying, honorable member? I say I want to put on record the fact that I, that Mr. Heinemann, what I put in the chat, that he was not part of the task team. He attended one meeting, and that was only information meeting with where the minister was also and after that he was never contacted again um, so the, that information that was presented to us is uh, misleading and I also want to know if we can get a second bite for questions. All my questions will not answer. I'm going to put it in writing because I want responses. There's a lot of um, um, very evasive uh... Honourable uh, members of parliament um, I'm suspecting uh, this problem does occur even in the in the National Assembly when ministers are responding and when uh, honourable members are, are, not, are not happy. We know what is the procedure. And now what we are raising, uh, to me, is so strange because some of us, we don't have this information that we are having uh, as a member, which may be you have got a right to have information that as committee members we don't have it. So uh, what, what what we we are taking what we are taking what are being given. If there's a, a contrary view on the formation which as this committee we don't have, uh, forward that will forward back to the department because as the committee we can't we can't say anything because we don't have. This information that you are privy to it, maybe it's your right. But if it's like that, uh, give it to the committee uh, secretary, and the committee of the co- committee secretary will forward it to the the department uh, to counter uh, the presentation or the answers uh, and the information. Uh, I, I don't want that. We must. We must, as the committee, deal with the information which is not in front of the committee. But uh, if there's something like that, we can uh, process, as I'm proposing, that it must be forwarded to the secretaries of the of the committee, and then it must be forwarded to the department. We must take it from there. Thank you, Honourable uh, uh, Van Dijk. I did send it to the committee to, uh, secretary and it was sent to the department. I did not get any feedback. 
We are like a minister. Your, your network is very bad, but I do hear you. But uh, uh, I'm suspecting all of us, uh, it's a national uh, issue, this thing of the network, load shedding, like as now with me, is going to start just now. Uh, and at quarter past 12, I've heard even Ujabu saying that at 12. So in my uh, hands have been up. You've yes, no, no. Me. I've noted you, uh, Honorable Mklong. Now um, I was just reporting, Honorable Mklong. Now I'm coming to you, Honorable Mklong. Chairperson, thank you. So I think I want to concur with Honorable <coughs> Fantin. They don't respond, they're not ministers. We've sent questions to the department, even to the NAC. I've started saying it in my opening remarks. Would you don't give us information? we tend to listen to the media. And they did not respond to the first set of questions that I've sent. I think you are copied by your office. Chairperson, the first question, it's a follow-up question, in fact, this one. The acting CEO uh, confirmed Uguti, it's a company, it's an NPC. Who are the shareholders? It was there, the question was there. Who are the shareholders? The, it was not responded to. Agapendulu wenzi example ngotepo we TSH, EPO, no TSEPO. Babu Tembe, can we ask the department maybe to tell us your ID numbers have the same name now? My ID number, because you've made an example, is Tsepo without H, but all IDs are with the same ID numbers. There's no ID number with another name under my name. Now, the question is, you did not respond, and I'll ask the department to respond, and maybe you, you must be recused as we're talking about you. Because the question was, how much are you getting? It was not responded to. Why are you having reposition? It was not responded to. And that at DG, uh, not DG, DDG, uh, Dr. Kumal, if you don't give us information in time, you give us on the responses. It's clear. There's an OMU and MOI. I have copies here with me which I did it for myself. I think it was easy for you to tell us in your background. You told us you give us a background, but in your presentation, you did not give us that background that you're responding to. Now, if there's an MOI and MOU, there's a contradiction. And those both MOU, some are signed, some are not signed. And now they're in public domain. Now it shows the department. 54 million, mm. it's, another, it's another circle of the flag. Yeah, 22 million. It's the same strategy, same tactics, huh? which it's nowhere going. Now, another question which you did not answer. Honorable a point of order, Honorable Klong, we've dealt with the flag issue. Don't open thing that I'm making an example. Have it was an example. No, no, no. It is an example. No, I'm allowed Klong. to say what I want to say. No, okay, don't stop no, no, but you, you, you must not abuse the platform. No, you must no, not, not abuse it. It's a free no, speech. You you it's a free speech. You being a chairperson, I'm correcting you. To the that this, committee, this committee, Honorable Mklongo, this committee, including you, we, we have finalized the issue of the flag. You can't make an example with the thing that we finalized it last week, Honorable Mklongo. You can yeah. say any other thing, but don't do yeah, that, you, Honorable Mklongo. Yeah, you cannot allow, tell me what to say, what not to say, chairperson. I'm saying it's like the flag issue, it's like a flag issue. You cannot tell me what to say, not to say. And another question I that I want to say. 
Honorable Mshongo. Honorable Mshongo. In a blue moon, you need to uh, respect even if it's it's sour, somebody who's cheering. Because uh, when you are saying, the, the, like, like now, the way that you are expressing you, I'm saying, Honorable Mshongo, last week we discussed the issue of the flag. You're referring wrongly because the, the decision on that, that's, that's not like what now you are referring to. You are out of order in that reference. That's what I'm saying. And Honorable Mshongo, uh, uh, we are all human. We are all want to, want to say, but when we're having a chairperson, uh, having a ruling, we, we don't do this in parliament. Even to, even you, Honorable Mshongo, please, Honorable Mshongo. Chairperson, what is your ruling on what I was saying? What is your ruling and can it be on the, in writing? I'm not taking your ruling. You're saying I'm out of order. I'm saying I'm writing. What must I write? You are saying I'm out right? of order. It's, it's your view that I'm oh, out of oh, order. It's in the point. I get it. You cannot say to the chairperson, he can't tell you what to do. You're out of order now. They didn't give an opportunity to speak. They're speaking. Soga now. Now it's Soga. Honorable Mshongo. Honorable Mshongo. Honorable Mshongo. I do respect you as a member of parliament. I will ask you that you must do so even yourself. Even, even if you don't like that this chairperson is chairing or, or this chairperson is doing ill ruling, I, I'm, I'm asking to be respected by you, especially you, Comrade Honorable Mshongo. Honorable Mshongo. I respect you. On, I'm asking. I'm still I'm on the floor. I'm still okay. on the floor. You see what you are doing. You see what you are doing, Honorable Mshongo. Honorable Mshongo, I'm saying you can raise all the issues, but if we are referring uh, the problems and the issues that you are complaining about of the, this meeting of today, I'm correcting that you don't refer in the issue that yourself and ourselves being members of the committee, we have closed the chapter of this. It can be wrong to do that. That's, that's the only thing that I'm correcting you. But Honorable Mshongo, uh, you must respect other people in a meeting, even this chairperson, because I'm always respecting you, Honorable Mshongo. I'm just asking that uh, around in, in a blue moon that you must say that uh, I do respect uh, what you are saying, because this is not a personal a view that I'm putting. I'm putting the, the view of the the committee, which we dealt with what you are making in reference to. Go on, Honorable Mishong. Chairperson, can you, people who are speaking, can you be, uh, what do you do on your left, you must do it on your right. They just howl at me, you quiet with that. The people who are howling at me here, you quiet with that. You are not, you are not consistency. But nonetheless, let me move. Chair, I'm still stating that in this issue, we are getting, getting information in pieces, but there was a background given. But when we ask question, there's an MOI and MOU. Who are the shareholders? That was the first question which was not answered. And another question which was not answered, I've done it in writing. And even, uh, even they, the NAC resolved that they 
there's a ring fence of 65 million, which SCRZ. But I needed evidence of a council resolution. There was no council resolution given to us on such and such a date. This was a resolution. We need that evidence. Another question, NAC council resolved to sign an MOI, MOA, not MOI now, MOA between themselves and the Mzansi and the funds. Can we get that resolution? I've asked that even in writing, not to the minister, but to the officials, which they failed to answer. Another question that I've asked even today, the resolution, this is new, in fact, it's not a, 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 it's a new question. I wanted to find out if is the department aware of the cases against uh, 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 this uh, national uh, orchestra that has been opened. Are you aware of the case? And are you aware, and what are you doing with the media uh, uh, thing that is going around? Because we tend to get information from the media than to get information from the department. Last question, which was not answered, but I was asking Chair Guti Nalewita the direct question to the uh, Babu Tembe, and he did not respond to my question. Can I ask you to take a ruling on that? Thank you very much. He said that he's not going to respond to that. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mshongo. Uh, in, your, in your correctly follow-up questions, uh, you are saying they didn't respond in this, and you have a writer saying that uh, in, in those questions which we are disputing, they must, you do have information with you. And I'm, I'm saying, like I've said to Honorable uh, F, uh, Veronica, can that this information, those information that we are having with you, which are different on what they are telling us, uh, must be forwarded to to the to the secretariat, and secretariat must forward it to the to the mini to the ministry. But also, we've noted that uh, the the responses from NAC they did come uh, just yesterday, Jabo. Uh, which I've asked in a meeting that it must not, it must be within seven days. Uh, I wish that even this follow-up uh, um, questions and answers, there are answers that Honorable Fandek, Honorable Mshongo, they are having information, which as a committee, we don't have it. And this information that they are having are contrary to what uh, they've presented to us, uh, will would love as a committee to have the s- same information from our colleagues uh, in order that uh, we must uh, be given and again given a chance that department, you must respond or you must do follow-up to what uh, is not a, a true reflection of what it was presented. Uh, I'm suspecting if we can do that, uh, we'll be doing justice as a, as a Point of exigency, Chair? Yes. Point of exigency, Chair? There yes, were questions on... that they don't need. If, it's the, if, if there's an N, N, uh, NPC, it's a company, it's free. I don't have information. I'm asking, that was the question that I've asked. It was not answered. I don't have information for that. I don't have information that... There was an MOI. I said I have two copies, but they're not the same. Those are MOU. Now, Chair, 
there are questions that I've asked. I don't have information. And I've asked before in this meeting, they were not answered. The best question is not answered. I don't have information. I was asking, generally speaking, as doing my oversight okay. work. I don't have information. Can they respond? As we are doing oversight and all of us, uh, I'll, I'll give them to respond. But as this committee, which we were listening, Mr. Tembe said in some questions, they are too personal. He is not going to respond. So uh, I'm giving to the, to the presenters uh, to answer those questions which are outstanding, which I've just outlined by Honorable Mshongo. And then we'll come to an end of the meeting. Uh, you. Thank you. Apology, Chair. I've asked you, Goodie, there were people who were... Apology. I've asked you, Goodie, there were people who were howling at me. What are you saying about that? I'm still waiting for that, Chair. Thanks. Um, honorable members, when Honorable Mshongo was not respecting me whilst I'm chairing and giving you ruling, you follow suit like Honorable Mshongo uh, to be out of order. Uh, Honorable Mshongo didn't apologize to me. Uh, I would love you uh, to apologize the behavior that you follow suit on what Honorable Mshongo is doing to me. Uh, I've heard the voices, Honorable Malomane, Honorable Sibia. If uh, you can apologize uh, to me whilst I was chairing and you follow suit what Honorable Mshongo is doing. I'm having a hand from Honorable Denise before I give you uh, Honorable Members. Honorable Denise. Thank you, uh, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, we've, we've gone down this road before. Um, and I think when we started this term, we, we, we had conversations individually, and I think we started off quite well, um, you know, towards addressing each other, respecting each other. And we are at the end of the term, and that's why I started my my introduction with uh, with the words that was used by one of the presenters: "Turn harm into harmony." And that mostly was reflected out of the past where we come from, all the harm that it is caused, you know, on apartheid and cultural displacement, mm-hmm. etc. And and bringing it back to 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 where we are is is that we 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 are a department who drive the notion of social cohesion and nation building. And that starts with respect for one another. Um, and, and so I want to just ask all, all the members to respect the chairperson. Doesn't matter how we disagree with the chairperson. That's, the point is not the issue. The point is we must respect one another in our positions and as, and as members of this committee representing parliament and the country out there. People are following what we are doing. So, yeah, from my side, Chairperson, um, I think, I think Member Muslongo must respond to, to, to the interaction between the two of you and what you ask and that you indicate that he's disrespecting you. Then he must respond to that. Um, but as a member, uh, of this committee generally, I feel we must respect the Chairperson at all times. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Dennis. I was I was doing this because Honorable Mshongo was asking me uh, to the uh, members who were uh, doing what he was doing. I was thinking that 
he is going to start by saying that uh, he is apologizing because this is not the first time that Honorable Long, when I'm, I'm giving a ruling, when I'm speaking with him, he is going to do what he's just done today. And now I was asking those two members, of course, they did follow suit and they were just doing what Honorable Mshong is doing to me. Uh, I was uh, I was not uh, one to uh, uh, compel that Honorable Mshong must apologize because I indicated that he is out of order. He must respect me, but he continued. Honorable Sibia and Honorable Maloman. Say something, Honorable Sibia and Honorable Maloman. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Greetings. Let me first, I just want to apologize, but maybe the way I've entered while we're still speaking as a chair is the way Honorable Mshong is speaking to you. It's not for the first time. I think maybe he doesn't respect you, actually. So that's why I've entered, but my apology to everyone. Point of Thank order, chair. Point of order. I'm still... No, no. Point the, of the, order. The, I'm asking for the order. The point is... Honorable Mishong, can't you wait because I'm coming to you? Okay, if, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yes, please, please. Honorable Sibi. Uh, Thanks, Chairperson. We again apologized. I don't think, Guti, as members of parliament, we must respect only the Chairperson. We respect if in the meeting. But we really apologize. It was this issue of dialogue between the Chairperson and Honorable Trump. But we apologize. Thanks. Thank you for that. Uh, lower your hand, Honorable uh, Malumana and Honorable Sibir. Uh, Honorable Mshongo, that's your turn. Chairperson, <clears throat> I apologize, Uguti. You were, you were saying I'm out of order and I was asking you what is your ruling because there was no ruling. When you say someone is out of order and I'm saying my sentiments as a, this is a free country and I told you to say, you cannot tell me what to say because I was liking it with the Project Year flag and it's a free speech. But I respect you as the chair. But when... Honorable Mshong. No. I'm still speaking, Chair. Honorable Mshong. I don't want to entertain that. No, but Honorable Mshong, you are going back on what we wanted, that it must be something that we must get rid of. But you, you are elaborating on that. Why, Honorable Mshong? I was not allowing this order. What is I'm talking on what you've asked me. I've asked for order what I'll get an opportunity. Now, can I use the opportunity to even add no honorable malumami? His memory doesn't serve him well. I don't I it's not a question that I, I don't respect you. I respect you. It's a question of understanding. You cannot tell me what you say. It's, when I tell you to tell me not what you say, it's not respecting, disrespecting you. I'm saying you cannot say the sentence must not be like this because I was liking it with uh, the flag issue. I was liking it with the fananayo. And I, it's not a question you that I disrespect. It's my view and it's a democratic country. Never again suppress any man or woman, young or old. Mandela. It's a free speech and I'm saying it. Now, I was asking your ruling.
Ayo. Ay, natin ibalis. Honorable members, I'm fine, honorable members. I will always chair this meeting, difficult or not difficult. Uh, I was given this uh, uh, responsibility that I must chair this committee, and it did come to this committee, and I was voted and accepted to chair. Uh, honorable mm-hmm. members, I'm aware that it, it is not the first time that I was mm-hmm. saying everybody must be respected, Honorable Celia. And I've been saying that when we invited uh, our guests, we, the way that we must treat the guests, it must be the way that we want to be treated. But when I'm trying uh, to control uh, the language from one honorable member, is always be like this, honorable members. So, which means we cannot achieve what we want to achieve, honorable member. You know, sometimes when we are members trying uh, to understand each other, uh, even if uh, sometimes, you know, even if I've seen that this uh, point won't finish because uh, the, 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 the way that uh, some members or some member want uh, that his word must be finally. I'm passing this point, honorable members. It, it, it's not going to divide the, the, the committee. Uh, we still remain to be this committee. We'll always strive to, to do a social cohesion. We always differ as honorable members because we're not coming from one background, from home, from political parties, but Here, we are not in the political parties. We are here to serve the mandate of people who who elected us and then our parties made us to serve in this committee. And in this committee, we need to respect each other, let alone the chairperson, each other. So, honorable members, uh, one day we'll get this respect to each other. let, Let me say that um, this now debate, I'm passing on on it. I'm closing it. Uh, you, you may say now I'm, I'm autocratic, but I'm suspecting as a chairperson, there's a point when you can say now uh, this point is closed. Uh, I'm on that stage, honorable members. I'm emphasizing to you Department, uh, NAC, above Mr. Ndembe, that uh, the information which today you didn't give us, uh, please write it and it must correctly so given to the office all what is outstanding, all, all. Uh, will uh, the, the recordings are there with the secretaries in order that uh, we must do other uh, issues now in the agenda. Uh, I'm, I'm closing any other reference to what we've just discussed. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased uh, next time when we're alone, uh, you are not with us, we'll, we'll make our house to be in order. Uh, I want uh, to say I'm taking this opportunity to thank you uh, 
we are sorry that we have behaved like this uh, as, a, as a committee members. Uh, the situation today, it was not conducive. Uh, it won't be like this every day. We'll try when we are alone to talk to each other. We are apologizing, but we're not apologizing not to get the information which is still owing, owing us. Uh, now I'm releasing all of you. We'll sort ourselves when we are out of this platform. I thank you. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you. Then you are released. Thank you so much. We still have our own uh, issues inside. Uh, if it comes to the uh, meeting today, uh, give us that uh, opportunity. Thank you so much. Uh, we wish that next time uh, you come with everything, uh, the outstanding things. Uh, is seven days. It must be seven days. NAC, you are released. Let me hear other other people going. The leadership of the NAC, the leadership of uh, led by uh, Mr. Tembe. I don't want to see if you don't want uh, uh, to say you you are going. I'm still seeing the NAC on the platform. Um, good afternoon, Chairperson. Um, we we will um, address all the questions when we receive them um, from the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture. Thank you. The ones related to the NAC. Thank you very much, Chair. Time frames, time frames, time frames, time frames. We cannot accept <laughs> that we give you time frames and you don't uh, adhere to, please. Within seven days, Mr. Dembe. Mr. Dembe. Uh, Chairperson, it seems Mr. Dembe has left the platform already, Chair. Okay. Honorable members, with your with your uh, opportunity, can we differ the the the, the minutes? Uh, supposed to be done at twelve o'clock. Uh, now uh, it's uh, twenty seven minutes past twelve. Um, let's let me let me take this opportunity to say, honourable members, we are brothers and sisters. Honourable members. Uh, we must respect each other. Honorable members, when maybe we are having uh, our uh, guests, uh, we must minimize not to respect each other. And and maybe uh, in the next meeting, if we want to say something about what happened today, uh, please reserve it uh, in our other business on Tuesday. By this now, the meeting, lovely weekend. Uh, please go and enjoy your salaries. We use, when I was still in the government, we were aware that 
on the payday, uh, the bucket of Kentucky must be at home. Uh, I'm suspecting our salaries does allow at least a bucket of Kentucky that he must be with our families. Uh, thank you, uh, honorable members. Uh, uh, thank you, you Chair. You can't, you can't, you can't uh, uh, promote a certain franchise, Chairperson. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was only that franchise that time. <laughs> We're aware of that. We'll but I take your, I take your advice. <laughs> I take your advice. Thank you. Thank you. Meeting is again. Nice weekend, everybody. Nice weekend, everybody. Thank you, staff of this committee and of the department. Thank you. Keep it up with the good work. Thank you, Chair. Bye-bye, everybody. Nice weekend. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, Chair. Bye. Bye. Bye, honorable members.